All right, banter. I was really struggling which banter to choose, but I think I'm gonna choose one of them. So first, well, this banter. You are afforded an extra limb. Any limb on your body, you can have another one. So if you want a third arm, you get a third arm. If you want a third leg, you get a third leg. You want another head, pause. You get another head, pause. What limb would you take and where would you put it? So imagine, if you want another arm, you can get that other arm, but you could, you could put it right on the middle of your back. This is some weird shit, I know. Hey, I, <laughs> for, the, for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to try to get philosophical on your ass. <laughs> um... Uh, I guess I'm going to try to get philosophical, but I was going to say. <laughs> we don't like that banter question? I, 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 <laughs> hey, look, man, like, you know, I would probably have another hand so I can handle more shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. What, what type of damn question is that, yo? <laughs> you That's the one with element type of shit. Is it only one? I can what? only have one. But then I'm passing. Because that one extra limb doesn't make any fucking sense. Two extra limbs now? Now we talking. Why but, would two make sense? How many legs you got? Two. How many arms do you have? Two. What are you going to do with the uneven number of, of limbs? Imagine having a third arm on your shoulder. Well, if you had a third arm, that means your head would be bigger. Pause. Like, because wow. your brain would have to be bigger. Our, the capacity of our brain can only withstand that. That's, that's the reason why when people have extra limbs, they be dead as fuck. Like, with no use. Because your brain is not even made to even handle more than the amount of limbs. Like, we have two arms, two legs... We can see and multitask with the mm -hmm. how, with the size of our brains. The capacity of our brains allows us to uh, use the amount of limbs that we you have. You want a third eye? We already have a third eye. <laughs> is that a, is that is that it, like a an eye is not a limb? Okay. Body yeah, we part. saying yeah. Okay. Sorry. But but uh, the penal gland is considered our third eye. Third eye. For real? Yeah. Some people say because that. I mean, this is getting conspiracy theories, but a lot of the the things that we consume within Western civilization uh, calcifies our dark. penal gland. I looked at my third eye. It's dark. Meaning, like we we're not able to use. We're not able to use our penal gland for what its purpose is for. Like years ago, we. Am I like by myself with this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you talk, bro. I've never heard of my penis being a third eye. What, what? the fuck what? are you talking Whoa. about? Hey, that's not. 
Hey, anybody who listened, that was that was Greg that just said that. Like, if you like misconstruing our voices, he just brought up penises for no reason. What? I said penal gland in our brain, in the in the center of our brains. Oh shit! I thought Yo, you it's in the back. Okay, inside of our brain, there's something called that a penal is not gland. What I thought oh, at all. Man. This nigga said penises. I ain't said nothing about no damn penis, yo. <laughs> not what I thought at all. Hey. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> hey, that was that was crazy. So no, so nobody wants another. Wait, movie. so this whole time you thought I was asking yes, for yes. another penis? <laughs> no, oh, man. Actually, yo, having another. If I had another, uh, another penis, it would actually be pointless if i didn't have more testicles to go along with the penis it would be pointless if they were so close together mm, i don't know about that how skinny Yo. is it one in the pink one in the steak okay for sure okay all right <laughs> i was i was definitely thinking about two uh, two chicks but okay. i mean <laughs> I guess positioning matters. Oh my god! <laughs> How about you, Gigi? Do you have an extra limb or body part that you would want? Um, I thought about um, what you think getting about getting another leg or foot. Another leg mm-hmm. or foot. Wow. Yeah. Because I have a bad foot. And like on like days where I can't walk, I could just use my other leg. Lean on that jump. Yeah. Like take it off and put it back on? No. I technically have to Where would it be positioned? I would assume right next to the messed up leg. Like coming out your knee? I don't know. I'm trying to think where would... Where, where, where would a person like? Where would you stand in society, like socially? It's just. What do you mean? I would stand up tall. I don't. Mean, I don't mean uh, physically. I mean like figurative. Not even figuratively. Like. Well, at this point, like I don't think society matters because we're we have another limb. I'm just. I didn't think of anything else that would be beneficial to me outside of like having another leg so I can like run. I haven't been able to run since my accident, so that would be something that I would want to do. Mm. I understand that, I understand that. Third limb. I don't know. Or third body part. I I did think of, I don't know. I think it would be the arm on my shoulder. I would put a, 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 a another arm on my shoulder, and I don't know what that would do for me. But just one arm, yeah, just right, right here on my shoulder. Why would you have it on your shoulder? Why would it come out your rib? So then you have one. Up. Why don't you do the goal run? I don't want to be no half doctor. What kind of junk is that? That looks stupid. And a, and an arm coming out your shoulder is not gonna look stupid. Nope. Snake about to look like fucking. Something from Total Recall, nigga. 
Could you imagine getting that's a fight? So I said Fifth Element. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> that chick had that third breast. Third breast. But imagine if you could hide it really well. Why would I want to? Because in getting a fight, somebody would even see that third arm come. Boom! I don't even have to get in the fight if they know I got a third arm. I would definitely not fight somebody with three arms. I mean, really, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with a person with three arms? Well, bad. I thought this was going to be a way better banter Because what I thought of it I don't know why you thought it would have been I don't know This is a questionable banter It was a very questionable banter But, but for you, like, what, what did you think you were going to get out of it? Usually when you I have these funny. No, when you, you Usually when you have these questions, you already have your drink I like didn't, this, this was actually one I didn't yeah, Absolutely did not because it was either I had another question for banter, but I was like, if I was a man, I would have two penises. I don't want two vaginas because it's enough work just trying to make sure this one stay up to par. You want what a third titty? No. Brows would be stupid to look for, and the titties <laughs> won't be for me. It'd be for y'all. And what do I need to do that for? <laughs> you ever see Eight Crazy Nights? Yes. <laughs> Miss Triple Nipple. But yeah, sorry for the bad banter. It's not bad, just not bad. Sorry, man. Maybe you guys want to get a third limb. Tweet us. Tell us what third limb you would like if you had the opportunity. Or to body part. Third limb. Um, what about two hearts? Wow. Why? Why would you what have was two gonna hearts? What's going to be beneficial to you? Shit. I'll fuck that first heart up. And how? What do you do mean? All the bad shit. So you don't think the second heart going to get affected? Because yeah, the probably f- will. Oh, okay. I think your activity <laughs> fucking up the first heart what is going to mess mean? up the second like, heart. What would you... Yeah, like, I why would know. only one of your hearts be... <laughs> well, this is a downward spiraling staircase. This is... It's no that moment where you just say, y'all good. Oh, snap. Yeah, y'all good. Yeah, I, I think we good on this. Welcome to Convo 63 of Just a Conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi. I am your gracious host. I'm Greg. Group, 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 group. Of course, I'm joined by my brother, Mr. Rent Money. Mr. Rent Money, how's it going, my good sir? How's your week? Um, My week. Rent Money. My week is better. My week is better. Hey, man, a moment of transparency. Hey, man. I put a, a a good old restraining order out on the oppressor. Oh, a good old one. Hmm. And it has definitely been something that I have needed. I've needed this. I've really needed this, and and it uh, it's definitely something that I don't see myself ever removing. Hmm. Like. It just needs to be this way. Uh, stress 
It's something that I don't uh, recommend for anyone. If you have it, get rid of it. You don't need it. There are options. Some people just don't use utilize the options to rid the stress, but we don't need the stress. There are options out there. Like a restraining order. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shout out to you. Also joined by our sister Gigi. Gigi, how's it going? How was your week? Hi, everyone. Uh, this week is all right. Um, had a few blows to the chest. Almost took me out, but we're still making it today. Um, it's been busy with this transition and with work, and I'm realizing that I don't think my, my job care about me. Um, that this idea of transition when you're trying to be in a new role doesn't really make sense. Um, I don't think it allows any party involved to really work at their best capabilities. And I think it's uh, counterproductive when you're trying to learn something new and still trying to work on what you was working on before. I, I, don't, I don't see how someone can really truly grow or understand this new space that they have to be in. Um, but I'm a G, so I'm going to hold it down um, and continue to be great at it. But it's, it's been a little tough in that area. Uh, however, um, despite that, it's last weekend was was it was very eventful. Um, I could say that. So even coming into this week, um, I was still kind of on a high. So all in all, I've definitely had better days. I can probably said I even had a better week, but there's no reason to complain. So how are you, Greg? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I got box water. It's pretty good water. Um, yeah, I'm good. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Also, um, joined by our engineer, Blaze, Blaze. Um, you don't got to say hello, but thank you for being here, Blaze. <laughs> no, we're not going to. Nah, it's not even. That's the type of time he on, y'all. That's not even the truth. We care about you. And I do care about how your week went. Mm. Just not right now. Mm. So, burnout. Uh, <laughs> uh, jump into some topics. Do black people get kicked out of the house first? I mean, before any other race. Do other races make sure their children are straight before they actually? I think release them into the world. I say. I think our generation will be the generation that doesn't do that. Um, I think we are way more aware of how hard it is for um, uh, eighteen to twenty-five year old to be on their feet independently, especially financially, um, in this country. So, um, I think. I think we, I think, yeah, I think this generation is going to be way more lenient about that. Like, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather wait until I know if you, if you're a caring parent, I should say. Um, I, I think people would rather wait to see what, um, wait to make sure that their child is good before they just let them off into the world. But I also believe that we are a 
generation of no nonsense. So if you ain't doing shit and you just staying in my house and doing nothing, um, and you like trying to live this this lifestyle under my roof, mm-hmm. and you ain't doing shit, yeah, we 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 gonna have some issues. At that point, you getting kicked out. What about you, Jay? I don't really have that experience because in my family, like especially when it comes to women, like they're not really eager for us to leave. I'm, we're probably more eager to leave than they want us to leave. Um, concept is kind of like you leave like when you get married. Uh, so, and then fortunately for me again, like I dormed in college and then when I came home, I found my own place. But if I wanted to go back home, which I, I at one point I did, I'd never had a problem. So I never had like a time frame where I had to leave or like I had to go. If anything, they were making a life where they wanted me to stay there for the rest of my life. Maybe even (laughs) have some kids there, have my whole family, like create all like, and usually in these sense, like I grew up in a, in an actual house. So they probably would have like redid the basement for me, like just to keep me close. So so I want to definitely re- re- recant that question because it's not necessarily as I as I'm I'm listening to to Gigi say um, her side of the story or e- express how it was for her growing up or transitioning into adulthood. It's not necessarily a skin color thing, but a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. I, believe, I agree with that. Right. It's, it's so when I say wh- the context of black, what I was talking about, like if your family is from down south. Yeah. If your family is from down south, more than likely your parents were trying to literally kick you out and saying, you getting out of my house, like just saying those words. Over and over. I feel. I feel like it's a. Um, I, I also think there's some some gender bias in this as well because I think a man is expected to live on his own um, after a certain um, point. Me personally, I think when a man is having sex, you should have your own space to have your sex, not under my roof. That's just me personally. Right. I can um, respect that. But I think girls are um, are uh, are allowed that extra time to stay under the roof because they're a girl. So, um, like I, I could never envision kicking out Ava, no matter how old she gets. Right. Um, unless it was on some junk like you need to go because you just like this is not good for you to be mm-hmm. to be here on some shit like that. As a yeah, but. I think boys are just told. I think it's a. I think in in a male dominant society, I think males are expected to get out the house way earlier than um, females. Still think it's cultural because if I can think about um, my brother, also um, it wasn't up until like I don't want to say he was even getting married, but there's like something happened where he ended up moving out, but. All in all, he was still, again, he was able to have, like, his own space within the home, but he's still living at his mother's house. We don't have the same mother, but he was still living at his mother's house, had, like, his own little setup where he had his own entry, um, even had, like, a living girlfriend at one point, and then eventually moved out. But 
there was no one saying like you're 18, you have to go. You're 19, like mm. no. From from my from what I saw, because I think he probably moved out probably like in his 20s, maybe. Yeah. So. Uh, I think I don't think that has to do with skin color or cultural color. I think it has to do with economic status as well. Um, I feel like people who are at a lower economic status want to lighten the load faster than someone who is maybe more middle class. When you say lighten the load faster, you mean like... Like it was already tough raising these kids and being, you know, having kids and taking care of them and you living check to check and now you got a child who is on the brink of adulthood. Yeah. It's more of a, hey... And that's why I think this generation is not going to do that to their kids. Not even. I think that if, if a, a parent is logical and knowing that it's hard and now I know my child can work, why are you not bringing that income in, into but the home? Because naturally selfish. Facts. See, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, if it's necessarily that because there are, are, are exceptions to the rules, right? That there are, no matter how many times you say it's this way, there are always, there's always going to be a, a selected amount of people who say, you know, that wasn't necessarily my story. Um, because where you say they want to lighten the load, right? It actually would make sense to to keep the child there so they can get a job and, yo, pay me rent. You pay me some rent, the rent is cheaper, that type of thing. Um, you were about to say something? Uh, no, I, I definitely agree with that. And I also want to add in um, the difference between single parent homes and two parent homes. Oh, right. It's definitely a difference in the time frame in which they kick their kids out. You I, feel me? I disagree with that, especially in, in um, like the hood and like inner cities, because when you think about Section 8 and all the restrictions on Section 8, it's like once you... Um, you know, a certain amount of people can't be in the household. And then you can't have, you can't, the household can't make a certain amount of money. So if you are 18 with a part-time job bringing in another $20,000 into the household, you messing up my Section 8. You got to go. Right. Like, un- like, that's sad, but that's unfortunately the mindset that is um, of, I would say, well, circumstances I grew up in um, and uh, people that I know who grew up in the same kind of circumstances, that's been, um, that's been, the thing, so it's like as soon as you did turn eighteen, because if you wanted to work, you can't work while you live under this roof because it's going to mess up the Section Eight, it's going to mess up um, food stamps, it's going to mess up any kind of government assistance that we getting um, that your parent is getting. So you got to go. So I, I feel like that's a well, that's been that's more of a reality that I see. I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, um, but yeah, that's um, I think that's a big. Thing I think that's one thing that um, we should um, people should consider when talking about like moving out um, or kicking kids out at a, um, at a certain age of or, or on the brink of adulthood. But I just think, um, but just to go back to my original point. I just think that like um, yeah, I, I think like you're a father, I'm a father. Um, when you guys have kids, I, I can't see y'all like kicking your kid right. out. 
because you, um, well, I'm thinking mainly because of like the financial hardship that is going to cause on them, unless they're straight, unless they are straight. Be my guess. I just think it should be some sort of plan in place. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. There should be a plan, and I, me personally, I want to. I want my child to feel like, hey, we're on the same team and we're going to figure this out together. Whereas the the uh, the common narrative that I've always heard is like, you figure that out on your own. Mm-hmm. You figure that. It's like, what? We've been, we've been on the same side since I've been born. That's goes, all I've known. It goes back to the generations conversation. And right? now all of the sudden, now all of the sudden is me versus you. Like you, you want me to figure now you're saying you want me to figure this out by myself. What What do I know about this? I don't know anything about any of this. And you just want me to just figure it out on my own. It's like, what, what, what type of tone does that set for me mentally? You know, to 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 just you're basically telling me to that you want me to not only do you want me to get out, but you want me to get out while making me feel bad being here. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to keep reminding me that this is your this is your place, and I'm just just visiting. All I I'm I'm just. I'm yeah, I'm I'm just here. Now I got to tiptoe around your around your space. So like now when I when I do get kicked out, it's like there's no stability. How does that make me feel? And and how does that affect how how do you think that's going to affect the next generation uh coming after me? You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's thought about. I think it's thought about what do you think? I think um I think our parents generation have that mindset. Figure it out because I had to figure it out. Right. And because we've seen that, I think we're going to try to do a complete 180. Right. So, yeah, I I think it's thought about more often I well, yeah, I think about it a lot. Like it's like I said, there's no way in hell I'm kicking out my daughter unless she's ready to leave. Yeah, but when I say um the thought but is even not necessarily sorry. from me or you, I'm saying from our our caregivers, you know, from their perspective, did they really when they thought about it, I when when I when I say when I would think about my mom at the time thinking about it is more so got you just coming from one perspective yeah I, uh, which I, is I her perspective yeah. not thinking about it like yo we're in this together yeah and we are going to figure this out together and i on or me as a parent i'm going to uh I'm going to be providing you with some sort of tools outside of outside of me just saying uh uh go do this or go do that or go get a job at Pathmark type of thing. Like let's let's really think outside of the box and really 
Think about what is is at hand versus just what we seeing in front of our face, and that's just rent. Yeah, I just yeah, I think that um, not to this not to be rude or yeah, you not to be rude or anything, but that was the selfish mindset, and I think um, that's that's really what it is. Yeah, and I think that was that's the comment that was. No, that is the common mindset of black people. Like, we got to get it how we got to get it for ourselves. Like, I think you take care... Well, you're supposed to take care of your, your immediate. Um, but it doesn't happen. And I think that's why there's so much division in our communities. And again, there's exceptions to the rules. There's some people who are... Is, even as we're having this conversation, I can think of, I can think of people who... Um, that they are, are are the exception to that rule, like where they their parents don't mind, they never cared about uh, them living there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. That's that's just that for sure. But for the majority of of my peers, it's the same exact narrative, and and it and, and it's it sucks. Pause. It's something that um I can imagine that you know uh. You still that's still a transition age. Your mind is still developing, even mm-hmm. when you an adult at eighteen. Your yeah. mind is still developing rapidly. And how does that make you feel? How does that how does that what kind of uh impression, lasting impression will you have for the rest of your life? But what are the circumstances that this happens? Is it just like cause you talked about Greg like um, food stamps or like getting assistance and how like that comes into play. So that's not even a thing where as a parent, I don't want to help you, but they won't help me if I, if you stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have what, what would be another circumstance that that would happen? When what was someone's being kicked out? And when we say kicked out, like you guys know you're leaving, right? It's not like get up, you leaving today. It's like you, there's a, it, although there's not a preparation where I'm providing you tools and knowledge and wisdom for you to go out and be great in the world, I, in this in these scenarios, the parent is telling the child, even if they believe it or not, that they're leaving. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I think in the in the government situation, that's one. Um, but I also just think in male dominant um, in male dominant cultures, I feel like. So let's let's tap into that though, right? So in male dominant cultures, usually things that sure. may have come into play is men they want to have now have sex. Now they want to have sex at home. We that could be an issue, right? Um, or in this in this situation where there could be some um, assisted living, or they are in an environment which would be conducive to the son either being in the streets for robbery or selling drugs. That could be another reason why you would have to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But on the instances where that where the child is just there, like what, why, how does that make sense? Like is, where's that situation where it's just a thing? Like it's 18, you have to go. Because on all those three, I can see how they play a part into it. But if I'm, there's no issues in the household. We're not getting assisted living. Um, I'm even doing a part-time job now and I'm able to contribute to the household. At what point? It just goes by. That's just up to family's philosophy at that point. Okay. I think another thing that plays a part is that 
some parents put the standards that they had onto their child without even understanding that the economic environment that they were put out in the house is not the same no as the economic. The dollar is not as worth as much as when they went out at 18 as opposed to when they're kicking the kids out to 18. Mm. And they don't, a lot of parents that do that don't even take that into consideration. You feel me? True. I think it's just a disconnect because both parties or all parties involved are thinking or from a from a, a a selfish perspective. So if everyone in the house is is thinking selfishly, then even if even if your parents didn't say, "Hey, I don't care if you stay," but there's always going to be a headbutt uh yeah, it's going to uh, come up. You won't do that in the tomorrow house on the tomorrow roof. Yeah. Right. Even if you're paying a bill. Right. Even if you do, even, and that would annoy me too. It's like, all right, what am I paying for actually? Now that I'm here, so I'm just paying, I'm being in addition to the rent, but I can't do what? Like you saying that I can't, I can't have company, company when I want. No. You know what I'm saying? No, you do that in your own space. But why am I paying rent? To contributing you know to a household that took care of you. It doesn't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make it doesn't sense, make sense, but if we're playing into the idea that Blaze says, um, like, it was hard. I was taking care of you. Now I, I now you're in a space where you could take care of yourself. Again, I'm, I'm thinking of the idea of where that child's con- contributing to the household. See, my thing is... But if, if you're not, then yeah. Yeah, my thing is, like, if, if you're going to... If you tell me that I can stay here, I'm not expecting to pay rent. Yes, but for how long, Greg? And then also, it for- but it does because I also realized by paying rent to my mom, even though that paid off for me, that allowed me to know how I'm able to pay rent going into the world. If our parents don't set up set us up in a position where they allow us to either practice these real life situations when we are in the world we don't know what to do no. there's no time frame no one is we're not we don't have no bills we have to pay so yes when we go out into the world we're not going to know but if our parents are saying like hey on the 5th of every month i need x amount of dollars i need this okay so now i got to make sure i got my little $20 in my pocket and so when i'm in the world you want to know what i was doing with $20 now i'm making 100 now i know how to move so can i give an alternative to that though sure you don't save Huh? You don't save. I'm not. Well, thanks for putting my business out there. You cool. said that on the pod before, but Greg. still, maybe nobody didn't remember that. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> People don't remember things. Um, but an alternative to that would be. Okay, let me show you how I manage this household with my finances, so that when you're ready to move on, you know how to do it. Everybody don't learn the same way. But my thing is like, why would I charge my child to live here? Just go get your own apartment. Yeah, and we can figure out how to do this in your own place. So, Greg, when I say when you say charge, it can go two ways. It could go that you, as a parent, may really need this money, and at this point in time, like oh, this sure. is, contr- or you providing Ava with those tools 
now, like that money, you might not even need it. She got a stack of money she don't even know she has, but she's being responsible for it. And so now now she's also able to see what she's able to do with the money that she has instead of just spending it every time she has it. Now she has a mind frame where she has a time frame where things should be paid. And in the end, it'll either pay off for something or invest in something. So why can't her watch me pay bills and manage my household be teaching? Because kids have been, as children, that's what we've been doing, watching our parents do these things. It's not until they tell us to go outside, and I'm like, I've and been watching, and that's my thing. I'm going to tell you, to, if 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 I know, if if me and you are having a conversation about your financials, and I see what you can do, I'm not going to sit here and say you give me six hundred dollars a month when I know you have the capacity just to go out and get your own apartment. This is just me. This is just me. You can't test the theory to help, like, allow no, her to I know don't, how it I think, feels. To I just feel like rent. that would be a waste. So you want her to get into the point where, okay, she's doing this $600 and something happens where she's not able to make $600. In her mind, she's never seen that not paid rent on time or anything like that. So she doesn't even understand the capacity at this point exactly. for things that are going to happen. So why can't she just learn it while she's doing it? How does she learn if she doesn't see it? She's seen me do it. She's not going to see you do it. She has seen me. She's, she's seen me do it for many years. She hasn't seen you ever been late or get an eviction notice or at a point where you don't have it. Your dad. That's something you she, always one, have that's it. That's something she just never needs to learn. But but she has. That's the problem. The problem is that no, we're sending our kids are, outside and they don't know what they need to do for to survive my, financially in our world. It. it it's it's like a process where we don't want our kids to suffer. But if they don't have any tools when they're growing up because they know that our parents are always going to take care of us, there's no way for them to try to figure. And as they're figuring out, they're failing. Because they're like, well, dad made it look really easy. He told me I just need to do that. It don't always work that way. So are, so let me, let me be very clear because we're saying the same thing. I think you just in your, listen, I agree. If we teach our kids... How to take, let me finish. If we teach our kids how to financially be stable, they can do it on their own. That is the goal. And my thing is, there's multiple ways to teach that. That's one way. Yes. And I think, I, I, I believe that there's different ways to learn. So yes, there may be some children that can learn by watching, but I'm, I know that I'm, I'm better at doing something. And then that's how I learned how to do it. How do you learn? Mr. Rap Money. You, you, once you do it, you know how to do it. So for me, if I watch somebody ride a bike, that does not mean that, oh, when I get on the bike, I'm going to know how to ride it. No, and obviously that, and not. that's not what I'm saying either. But that's what I'm trying to say is we've, we are assuming that because I'm in the household and I'm cooking for my child, my child's in the room, in the kitchen with me, she know how to cook. No. But if she's with me, helping me cut up um, some carrots, if she's with me knowing how to boil the water, then I'm more comfortable knowing that if I, I can say, hey, start dinner. But if I'm saying that she's just watching me cook dinner, mm-hmm. that she knows how to cook, that's, I don't you're see thinking how she it, would learn. Because you're, you're putting it on the most surface levels. I'm saying, what? let me give you, uh, let, me, let, let me paint a scenario. It's time, Ava is, is 21 years old. We, we and her have conversations all the time about her, about her finances, my finances, what I have. When I say she's watching me pay bills, I mean, all right, Ava, this is how much money daddy has. These are the bills that got to get paid. What do you think I should do? Have her handle that. I'm saying I don't need to take her money to pay my bills. You I don't would, have to take her money. But that's what I'm saying. I would rather her go get her own apartment. Cause she has seen, she's done this with me. But she knows not gonna how make, to do she's it. She's not gonna make that money that you're showing her. She's not gonna have that, Greg. But I'm saying, if I know she does, 
You that's the part that you're leaving out. I know her financial situation. We've talked about finances. We I know what she can afford. She has a clear understanding of what she can afford. So then she's leaving already, then Greg. That's what I'm saying. But but I'm but I'm trying to explain to you is that there's there's easier ways to have your child. Like I okay, and you know what? You're right, Greg. We are saying the same things just differently, and I just I just see it as. In a situation for a child that has to leave home at 18, I would hope that they are, have the tools that at 18 that they're able to survive. Oh, for sure. The idea is obviously it's, it hasn't working, but it's because we are just assuming that because you're in this household and you're watching, and that's what I got, that I'm supposed to figure it out. But if I'm not tested or if I'm not held accountable on how I'm supposed to pay, pay my bills, when I'm supposed to pay the bills, how does me paying for rent look like? When I am in the real world, shit going to be so much harder than if I've already been in a situation where, hey, mom, I couldn't pay rent today. Well, this is what happens when you're not able to pay rent. Oh, well, now I know that in the real world when I go outside, that it's, sure. gonna, it's different than when I'm at home. But I'm now already in these situations. And maybe that's why like, I'm so grateful that I'm a project manager because I like to think of the what ifs or the possibilities of, yes, I want my child's life to make sense to them. But if I'm able to provide them with tools that they're better prepared, because things can happen so I, I can't always prepare them for everything but if they're better prepared especially with financial literacy something that our community is very like low when it comes to knowledge on that I feel suitable that my my daughter or son is aware of what investments are what portfolios are being able to understand a 401k even before the idea that it's even introduced to them I would feel more comfortable at 18 if they did want to go and be great which I yeah, I would I would feel confident in that. And I think that's the problem is back in the day, 18, you were supposed to be older and be able to already be outside. We've kind of babied the situation to the point where now we realize that maturity levels for people at 18 or may not be that high. So we want to kind of still keep them home and allow them to grow and and have knowledge. But back in the day, people are already having children, um, going to war like their lives already had to start. There was no childhood at 18. Yeah, but even society was structured as 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 Blaze said, the the structure that society was back then, um, it's people different. were afforded yeah. to get out and not necessarily make a whole bunch of money to at least be able to afford to live comfortably. You know, just just to have a roof over your head, just to bear necessities the bare minimum that you need to actually survive in the world it was it was afforded at that time now you know what i'm saying it's it's a totally different uh it's a totally different playing field we're talking about um rent that's on the average people are paying like a a thousand dollars for one bedroom apartment like it's, it's ridiculous. No, it's not a thousand. A I wish it was a thousand dollars. Studio. No, you get a room, a room, a, right. a studio. See? You ain't getting no studio for that out here no, in Jersey no. City. That's what I'm saying on you're not getting no studio for for a one bedroom on average. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. So to even have that type of um, tone toward a child in these days, I think that's very heartless. And and it still goes on. It still goes on in in at at this climate in in the world today. And I I don't understand why we still 
Well, I don't want to say still because, like you said, it's like we're going going backwards. So, because you said before, as you said before, the, in the earlier earlier days, people were letting their kids out, and now they're keeping their kids in. But while they're in, their stay inside the home is like they're still not learning. Like this is my shit. There's people that are like in their twenties, and they haven't even like understood even the process of life in itself because they're so sheltered. Like they haven't even gone outside yet, and it's just like, are is it the idea that we are sending our child out too late or keeping them in too long that they haven't even experienced experienced life or have um, anxiety when it comes to trying to experience life outside of your home? No doubt. Big facts. Good topic. Great topic. Um, you're me. Uh. I can go. Um, so my type is about drugs. Mm-hmm. It's about drugs. And um, especially with Jersey uh, legalizing marijuana, and we're like in this place where it's not only just legal medically, but it's also um, in a space where we are going to be able to purchase it recreationally. And I was curious to know if my guys ever dabbled in any type of drugs and if you and if you did what they were, and if there was a drug that you would ever want to try that you still haven't, I will not call you a crackhead. Maybe I will. I will. Yeah, I might. I definitely will. I've never tried any other drug. I don't have the desire to try anything other than marijuana. Different forms of marijuana? Yeah. Oh. Would you try like an edible? Dabs, I've, yeah, yeah, but that's yo. Still not you remember my, my um college roommate had dab? Yeah, it's not for me, man. I remember when he was on dab. Feel I was scared for you, Greg. That shit was bad. I, I, what I, happened? I, I, say, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I took one hit and was done. Can I tell the story? Sure. Let me tell you. I go and I visit this man at his uh, his dorm apartment, what? and it was cool, right? Then uh-huh. we go upstairs to his, his <laughs> we go upstairs to his roommate's room and they're doing dad, right? First time I ever really saw it be done in front of me, right? Greg takes one hit and he instantly starts laughing, laughing. uncontrollably. Was he there when I was there? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, we were there, and yeah. me and you walked out like hell, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. not. And I, I think more because. We weren't really comfortable in that environment to get that tore up, but Greg was in he his had already element. Been, yeah. I had two instances with that shit. The second time was there was a party in my room, and we were supposed to like leave to walk to McDonald's. Like, let me just take a hit of this shit. I went laid on my bed, and next thing I knew, it was morning. <laughs> I hate those days, man. Yeah, I hate those days too. And everybody was like, yo, we had mad fun. It was like, damn. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no, that's not true because I want to try shrooms. I definitely want to try shrooms at some point in my life. Um, You know, I've always, I've always felt iffy about those. You know, like, even though... A shroom is shroom is a psychedelic. It's natural, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, but it's like different levels. 
to psychedelics and hallucinogens and Facts. but I think that's the reason why I will never try it because I don't know who to do it with and I don't, and I don't trust people you don't yeah. no I need to know that they know what they're doing like how I know what I'm doing when I when when I smoke weed hey I need to be clear don't ever come here <laughs> You do that shit. Do that shit in the comfort of your own home. I I'm not trying to go out and be like. And then lock the door. Because I'm saying, you know, see, look. Fucking shit up. Punch nah. a hole in the wall or something. I'm, I'm renting an Airbnb or some shit. <laughs> do some crazy Yo, things, but man. that's the only thing I would try. But that's the thing. I would need to do it with someone who knows what they're doing. Because if they don't know what they're doing. I damn sure don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it's it's not about them though. It's you. It's not like you they can control what's going on or what you see in your mind. Like it's no. uh just oh. I mean, I guess as long as you're around somebody that ain't gonna do nothing crazy to you. See, that's the thing. That's that's it. I don't trust people. And I feel like a white I would need to do that with a white person. Man, you talk, oh, man. Now you having a yeah. different conversation. Yeah, right. Now, uh, like, yeah. I don't know that, about Why that. you need to have a white person with you? Because I don't like, know black person that does uh, shrooms. No, I'm saying like the if what do you think? What do you think that I would? I was about to just make it a broad statement. What do you think I would possibly pause do to you in in a time like if you was under Nothing. the influence? Of, so what are you talking about? No, no I'm saying I think a you white, need a I white would, person. No, I'm saying I think I would like do shrooms with you. A don't white find person. that suspicious. What? You don't find that suspicious. I don't know what is with this voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Umar. So, but what drug would you do you consider the hardest, the harshest? Meth. I say meth. I say meth. I say I seen within months. You know, crackheads. You know, they do crack. You know, they can. Like after two or three years, then you start seeing the effects. But meth, <laughs> that should have changed your life within a matter of weeks. Mm. Nah, I mean I agree with you. I think meth and crack. But have you, have you like a crackhead is is still functioning in life? They actually live a really really long that's, time. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Meth, you got an expiration date, my man. Okay. First, your teeth. Your teeth definitely. Your go. teeth is definitely going, teeth but going. your teeth going crack too. Yeah, you know, like have you guys ever heard of asawatha or bath salts? What? What? That's not even a drug. That's literally. <laughs> is it literally? That's not literal a drug. That bath people salts? use that. That's not a thing. I mean, like it straight is a up thing. bath salts, like the salt in a bath. Yo, I I'm not like an expert salt? at this shit. I'm not an expert at this shit. Well, but no, I have seen a video of this woman. <laughs> she said she was salt? free of, she was clean of doing bath salts after she bit off all her fingers. What the hell is bath salts? And when you say doing bath salts, how do you technically do it? Like you're supposed to. I am not an expert at this shit. <laughs> I do not know. You know. Stop acting research. like you don't I, know. I do you, not know. You, you know. What a time you, to free her addiction of bath salts after she got nothing but nubs. Am I the only person that's curious to know what the hell is bath salts is? Bath salts. What the f- 
what what is that? Like body scrub, like that's what we talk. We try. I'm up thinking like you talking about like bath and body. I'm work. thinking of Epsom salt. <laughs> I think that would be that would be part of bath salts too. So what do you do? Like are you grinding up soap? Like crack rock. What? Like go to bath. I don't and body know. Work. I'm just trying to make it make sense. And bottles, little jars of of salt, some pink salts or whatever. Yo, people are getting bored. People are getting bored. That makes no sense to me. Hey, um, in a, in a time, well, not just a time. If you if you if you, you depressed and you at your lowest point, you're gonna be looking for a means to have a pick me up. So you so turn to trying, bath trying, cleaning products, trying different things. Well, I mean, you ever heard of hoofing, right? No. When people take a damn paper bag and and put, like, put all oh. different cleaning okay. type it, of shit. It's not literal bath salts. It's oh. it's something. It's synthetic cathinones. And it's it a class of drugs like that salt. have one or more. Yeah, it looks like bath salts. That have <laughs> one or more laboratory made chemicals similar to cathinone. So it's not even real cathinone. It's a stimulant found naturally in a kai plant. Grown in East Africa and Southern Arabia. So it's not even real, right? Oh, and it's an amphetamine, such as methamphetamine. So it's it's meth. it's close to meth and ecstasy and molly. But it's not r- the real stuff. You know, ecstasy and molly are, it's uncut natural product. You feel yeah. me? Bath salts are like, it's, it's similar to people doing synthetic weed, K2. Yo, I don't know about none of this shit, bro. Yeah, K2 is like they get some type of herb and then they spray like bug repellent on that shit or some other shit. And yeah, that shit is bad. Anything that's synthetic, mm-mm. But yeah, they either swallow it, snort it through their nose, inhale, or inject in the needle. Snorting and injecting is the most harmful. That shit's down. That shit sounds terrible. Have you guys heard of ayahuasca? No. It's a plant. Like they have like like seminars for it, but basically it's like a hallucinogen and people say like after they finish they become like enlightened and like they've seen like their like um like lives and like they know like what their purpose are, uh, but the journey in itself is like really messed up. Like you take it and then all of a sudden you catch the chills, you might throw up. No you might start you. like um Seeing things, but like at the end, it's it's a very enlightening experience. That's what I heard, and I want to try that. I think I heard about something like that. But you have that. to do it with someone that's like specialized in it. Like you can't, you, you don't just do it at home. Um, I go through life every day. Mm, deep. Mm. I want to just try it. I heard I'm something like that. that. Mike Tyson was talking about he did some type of hallucinogen like that. Yeah. And I think Joe Rogan had also. He did probably it. tried it too. I right. believe that. And then they was like, it's like. After they do it, it's like the high feels like they're meeting God. It's and different. Like it's like a warm sensation. Can we like just take they, it to account that this is Mike Tyson? He's not the only He's one. He's not the only one. <laughs> hey, Mike Tyson, if I ever meet you, that is Greg. Word. Oh, my God. He goodness. said that. Word. It was not me. Come on, man. Don't just win. All right. <laughs> Movie. I heard you Listen, you, have, you ever heard of that uh that that toad that is that is a um if you do secrete, toad, 
it it, it secretes a um oh like if you lick it it I don't, I don't think it's supposed to be consumed necessarily like that <laughs> like just picking the damn toad up I think it's more so like a dab type of thing nah, you gotta like yo I don't be knowing shit about shit um you gotta watch um what's it noisy what's that on no, Vice noisy is, um is that on Vice. Vice, mm-hmm. Vice. So there's this guy. Oh, you never heard of Vice? I've heard of Vice. There's this guy who goes around the world trying um, drugs that are associated with different cultures. Okay. That's his job. He he. I mean, it's it's a part of the show, but this is something that he's like going to school for researching different types of um, drugs that are associated with uh, various cultures. But his show is literally him going to different tribes and meeting different people and trying out the drugs that are um, popular within that culture. And there was this episode where it was just told and they warned him like yo you can only in fact I think it was like like the just just had you gotta have like a little a tap of it and that little little tap that you consume takes you on like this crazy crazy trip in the the um the uh it was very similar to the way y'all describe that that drug, and but but afterwards he no okay before getting to the high, he was like getting chills, throwing up. He got really really sick, and then afterwards, he the after afterwards the the high started to kick in, and it was like a. a uh, euphoria that kicked in. It's like like bliss. He just looked crazy, just sitting there experiencing it. And then after that, it was like a, a downer. So like hearing, cause ver- like when you think of like weed, whether it's an indica or a sativa, it's like once you consume it enough, you feel it. Versus. This thing is like, you just get, you feel like shit, like really, really, really mm-hmm. bad to the point like, it's like you, you feel like, wait, is this something wrong? No, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then you get high and then it's your downer. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I'm a pass also. I'm a pass. Absolutely not. But, but the, the people, the natives of that, of that country is like. They don't. They don't experience that. It's more so like a, a thing, like when you first, like a newcomer. Yeah, when you first try it out, it's it's this uh, very awful. Yeah, I feeling. ain't fucking with no drug that's gonna put me down. I do that on my own. You just told us about about your experience with uh with a dab. I didn't think that that was gonna down. put me down. Put me down. And that's why, yo, no. But when I think of the harshest drug, how do you not consider acid? 
They just think about what acid is. Not even in the drug context. Just think of regular ass that's, acid. That's, that's the name. That's, it's not a literal acid. It's just the I street get name. it. No, I, I'm not that stupid. But to name something that's with the literal definition of it, something that pierced through anything, why would you do a drug called acid? Why would you do a marijuana strain called cheetah piss? I wouldn't. Or Zaza. I've seen cheetah piss. And I was like, no. And it stink. No. No, no. Marijuana got some crazy names out here. Yes, they do. When, hey, the jig is up, man. The jig is up. When all it is, no matter what, what it is, no matter what name it is, is just a little more sativa, a little less indica, a little less... Indica, a little more sativa, like vice versa. Percentages, that's all it is. Percentages, a little more this, less that, less this, more that. That's it. The names just come along with the people who own that strand. Why do you think they should away though? No, but it's like it gets on my nerves, like hearing it, like, no, this one way better than this. But no, because they do do different things. Yeah, it, it does, but what I'm saying is. It's it's not like it's something totally different. In fact, every time you're not gonna be able to tell the difference. I mean, if it, if it's a little bit more sativa than this one, and there's just a little bit less sativa, it's like prime example. Like if you have two hundred thousand dollars, and another person has. $100,000, there's not that much of a difference in what what you can necessarily... Come on now, like... But, that, that's $100,000 difference. Nah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's still, you can buy something, but with credit. If you got that, you can still get your, get your credit to What I point. could afford, you can't afford, because I got $200,000, you only got a But you're not going to buy the whole thing. But I Who's going to... Just the thought of it, the, the, you're not going to do that. But I can't. We're not talking about the $100,000, $200,000. Take the $100,000 and $200,000 example out of the window. But I'm just saying, like, with the strands of marijuana, like it's, it's not that much of a, of, of a difference. It's not that much. If you just got some joints, of, of course, you got joints that's going to put you on your back. You just high... Out the out your brains, and you got some joints that's gonna make you sleep. You know what I mean, and and, and make you feel like you want to take a nap or be more inspirational. Or, but still, man, it's just these different names. I'm just saying, like all of these various names. It's not like you're gonna be able to tell. Let them keep the, the creativity, man. Every single time, like whatever. Let them keep let, let them keep the creativity alive. Let them keep it alive. Keep it alive. But I just think acid is the worst name of all drugs. I'm definitely not trying nothing that's called acid or anything else for that matter. I don't care. Um, yeah, but the crazy thing is, in twenty in twenty twenty two, shrooms is definitely is definitely um, on the rise. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot more people trying out shrooms. And um, being more open about trying various drugs. I'm not judging you, but just stay away from me. (laughs) 
What's a drug that you would all the way stay away from? Everything. That play. Like literally. Most definitely crack. Like I'm literally the loner in this in the room. Like y'all, y'all have how? Because y'all have said that. What do you mean how? You just verbalized that you want. He's gonna do acid. He's definitely gonna do acid with Jenny Hendrix. You gonna do acid with Jimmy Hendrix? Let's be clear about this. You, I would. You went from saying like I want. I want to be clear about this. You went from saying, "Yo, the only way I would try acid is if I was." If is if I was the mop is right there, is if I was um with Jimi Hendrix this or something true. like that. This is true. Now today you saying like check this out. <laughs> I want to try acid. I did not say I Where wanted to try. I said I would. Next episode you're gonna be saying, "Hey guys, I tried I acid shit. and that I feel great." <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Next no, thing no. you know. He gonna have a pocket of acid. Too, too, too old to be. What, is, what does acid look like? I don't know. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> that nigga it, did it, it already. Look like, um, like strips. He did it already. It kind of looked like strips. Oh, maybe. yeah, yeah. Like, I saw that oh, in yeah, my yeah. um, in my in my uh, <laughs> in school. One of the, what, what's those education classes? And they have like yeah, drugs it's like and strips all that? with. It, it looked like a Listerine drugs. joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what that's mm-hmm. what I've heard. I saw one that looked like, yo, in fact, you know, the joint where, where, when, they, when they had Bane was giving out them tattoos, like them, those uh, patches, yeah. they have those, like a, a way where it, it, you put it on like a tattoo. And it's acid? Yep. Yes, it, it just it dissolves in it. your skin. Mm-hmm. It's all different types yes. of when they have the candy one. Mm-hmm. You put it on, on like a little tablet type of thing. You put it on your tongue. No, thank you. Yeah, you're not wrong. No, thank you. Have you guys ever tried a Molly before? No. No. I tried to get with this chick named Molly. She turned me down. I tried Molly. I tried Molly and I and my face blew up and I felt like a crackhead. Like I was itching like when I was coming down. That's the opening. I felt really, really paranoid. Like my face was like blown up. I had like rash, like it was bad. It you was really had bad. a reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. that could have been really, that could have been you fatal. Might be allergic to amphetamine. Oh no, no, I'm definitely because I wasn't the only one that was taking it. So like we all took it, but I was the only one that like at the end, I called pest control <laughs> because I thought I had bugs everywhere. <laughs> Like I've I called that. them to t- I tell I told them to come into the house. I was like, I don't know where they are. I just know that I feel them. I was like, they might be in the carpet and the couches. And I was like, I don't know what to do. It was so <laughs> bad. I had Carly at the time, and I was like, I thought Carly had bugs on her. I wouldn't want to touch her. I was like, oh my gosh, like I think she got. It was bad. Did you have to wait to, to come down? Or yeah, like are once you're I not came scared down. Of- like trying some shit like that and never leaving from that state. You know that all people like absolutely. That, right? Dmx made me scared. Yo. Yes, like I, even the idea, like thinking that hap- knowing that happened to me, like I would never try it again. Like not even on purpose, by mistake, um, like a little bit, none of that. Um, but it was bad. Uh, P 
PCP. It was really bad. PCP is the that one drug that I've heard, that I've seen, and I've heard that sometimes when people do PCP, they don't come back, or they need a lot of rehabilitation to to get back. Or like just that 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 ju- what? Like mm-hmm. that joke with with Smokey, like going, get him off me, off me. Yeah. Like like that's a joke. That's a movie, but that's a real, real thing. thing where people get into that state. They high. And then, and then they don't. All right, yeah, and it's this, over. But they still in that state. They stay there, and that's because the chemical imbalance, like whatever happened, they need to take something else to put it back. But they never do, so it just keeps getting out of whack. And it, the same thing can happen with prescription drugs. Like, and that's that's the problem is that um, you get prescribed a drug from your doctor, and you're not realizing that not only is it maybe like making you feel better. Um, your body feel better, but it's messing with your brain. So right. your body might be healing, but now you're kind of going crazy. You sounding off. Well, to your people. body's not healing. Yes, your body's you're healing. No, it's your body's medicine, not healing. Medicine is like medicine is not for healing. It's so it's like a it's like a band aid. It make you 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 don't feel it, but it's not healing you. It's not it's not it's not a healing. It's not like a um like a uh, herbalist or something. So how like, does so how does Antibiotics work. It just, oh, that is something that actually kills. Antibiotics, it kills kills, the bacteria. Yeah, the bacteria. When he's talking about medicine, it it just controls the symptoms. It it controls the symptoms. Yeah, it's just like having a cold. Like me taking cold medicine, does it cure the... The cure me getting a cold, it just lessens the symptoms and then the cold right. goes away. I was just going off of the specific word that you use, heal. Like there are things to yeah. literally heal you. Yes, and that can also mess up with your brain. No, when I was thinking about, when I think about the word heal, I don't think about like hospitals and doctors as we know it. What are you thinking? It's like a... um. It's something to make you feel better at the time or something to uh, make this part of your body feel better while damaging another part. Yeah, but it's still, it's still helping you in that's some way. That's not healing. Helping, that's not... If, when it heals, when something heals you, it rids, it rids the problem. Antibiotic. That problem. A healing is not... A healing is not... Uh, getting rid of something and then another problem occurs. Like for instance, like yes, that's even, why they give you side effects of medication. Yeah, but how is that healing? If like prime example, there are people who have been taking um, hypertension uh, medicine for years, and they also are taking medicine to to make them feel better from something that the hypertension uh, hypertension medicine is damaging. That's not healing. But there's no cure for hypertension. There's only treatment. But there are cures for things. Like healing. there's a cure. For, yeah, you can if get you, cured. If you type in, if you type in literally, um, uh, healing, and and say, does, does can your doctor give you something to heal? Your, a doctor is not even um, qualified to give you anything to. Uh, Heal you, a, a doctor. That's not a job. So what does the, the, the doctor do? of a okay? If if that's the only thing I'm that just, you get, but, so what? Are, okay, I'm saying antibiotics. What are you telling me? What are you telling me? Bunch that's of not pills. Wait, we for instance, we were talking about pain medicine. Like okay, so Advil we're talking about, is for headaches. Your headache is not going to go away. Okay, 
problem. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Advil's for headaches. I take the Advil. Yeah, it goes away, but it also affects your your liver. Yes. The thing about antibiotics, though, is that your body. Some things, yes. I think the antibiotics play a role, like it's aiding your body in healing. It's not necessarily healing your body. If I if I understand, if I if I think I understand what you're saying, when you use the word when 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 it comes to healing, think of a broken bone, right? You go to the hospital, they put a cast on it. The cast isn't healing the bone. Your bone is just being healed because it's being it's in it's yes. stiff. So let's also in take a place. In, let's take into account that you have to have now have rods and plates in your foot. That's still not healing. Well, yes, because it's used to fuse my bones back together. No, your your body is doing the fusing. In order for my foot to stay, when because I had to take, I I was able to take some of the plates and bolts out because my my foot healed. They had to implant my my ankle shattered. I had no ankle. They had to rebuild my ankle, and in well, order to rebuild saying. it, in order to rebuild it, they had to use the rods and the pins. rods didn't heal it. There was no way for my body. Yes. My, okay, so yes. so what I'm saying is. Well, I don't. It I just don't, kept the bones in place I'm, for my, your body to do. My what it's body wouldn't to have do. been able to heal without the without the rods. That's no, I'm not saying. saying. I'm not not yeah, properly. Yeah, not properly. Right, but and I'm not saying that it, it would have. But that's what I'm talking about. What What are we talking about? Because we're saying. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but what we're, I think what we're, what we're saying is that yes, take your um, take the rods um, in your foot thing. It, without the rod, you, you, the 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 bone would have healed. It probably just wouldn't have either healed as fast or healed um to the point where it was normal again. The rods aided the healing process to make it faster and more efficient so that it gets back to the place where it needs to be. For your body to okay, do its so own job. Okay, so what about my heart? I had to stay in my heart. The doctor had to do the surgery. It, my, there was no way for my heart to heal on its own. So your heart is... so, But to be... Not to be morbid, but your heart is still not healed. The stent is just keeping the heart at like it's, it's keeping the heart functioning. No, that's not what it does. Uh, it's like you can't. Rem- Did you remove the stent? Can no. you remove the stent? No. That's what I'm saying. If you remove the stent, you'll die. So the heart isn't healed. The stent is just keeping the, the stent is, is in the is in place to keep the heart functioning. So I'm not healed. I don't get it. No, you're you're not in the in the in the traditional sense of the word heal. No, you're healthy. What's the traditional sense okay. of the word heal? Healing is when you go through or your body goes through a process where it gets back to regular. What gets back when to spaces? Yes, when it gets back to its original status, its original. Um, that's why I use the. That's why I use like breaking your arm as a as an example. Like the cast isn't healing you. The cast is is keeping the bone in place so that it can heal. Faster and properly, you can keep the cast off, and the arm is still going to heal. It just may take a little bit longer. And cook it. No, I agree. I no, no, I'm. That the was a- definition of healing has nothing to do with actual the body. It says the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. It doesn't mean like it's your body that's doing. It. It's just you because that's becoming healthy again. Heal. Heal now because that's not being specific about you, you the just word. It, I'm healing is definition. I'm reading it to you. Yeah, yes, that's that's the the general definition of heal. But you could be talking about various things, and when that's you're saying, why I'm asking what your saying, definition is so I can better understand. We're talking what you're about that's not a specific definition of what we're talking. What we're talking about. What are we talking about? Well, my definition of healing, yeah, is um your 
your ill, your body or broken something, whatever, going back to its original state. That is to me. How can it? Oh, once something is broken, it can never go back into original state. That is not true. That's, That's not, not true. true. I'm telling you. For, ha- I've broken bones and they are back in their original place. Your bones are perfect. My bones are back in its original place. They're perfect. You're telling me your bones are perfect. They are perfect. Yeah. And so no one, I've, you wouldn't I've be able to identify that you've, you would never, you wouldn't be able to identify that you've broken your foot. And, and like if a doctor saw your foot, he would not say that you've ever broken your if foot he before. If killed properly, he no. Could, he okay. Could never. Okay. And even and it's with not, the, and, and, and that's not to say that's the case for every person. I didn't every say that, person. but I think that. But once you break a bone, yeah, even as we get older, like, yes, when we're younger, like, we can heal better. But that bone is never the same bone that it was before. You never heard a, a, a doctor say, wow, that bone has healed to the point where it doesn't even To like the point. Like- not exactly. It's not. It's never the same. It has broken. Uh-oh. It literally has broken. Your skin, even if you break your skin, your skin is never the same form. Your skin changes I, to the minute, by the minute. I have scars on my body. I, my skin has healed. And you can heal those scars with, with different treatment. Oh, okay. So um, I can't because oh, uh, when I went to the doctor. Oh, oh no. Now that's scar tissue. These that's cannot, different. This that's is, different. <laughs> okay. All right. Not, okay. So it's just, I get what you guys are saying, but because I've been through a traumatic experience, but I had to heal things with my body on my own, like my back, I had things to help my back. But I understand that my back healed more on its own than my foot and my heart. There were things that were implemented where if you're t- I'm in a better condition than I was before. That's healing for me. Being in a state where you were not okay and now you're okay. Will you ever be that same person? No. For me, that's being healthy. Healing and healthy. They're not the... They're literally in the same... I don't think so. Cause I th- I, healing I th- and healthy. You saying healing and healthy is the same thing? The... Definition that I read was the the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. That's the definition. Now, if we're using it based off your definition, I get what you're saying, Greg. So if that if if now and if you're basing it off your definition where you're saying that, yes, if I'm thinking even about mental medication where someone's taking something for anxiety or something like that, are they fully healed? No, they still have to take this medication. Does it fix their problem? No, but there are things that allow us to heal. If you had an STD, are you healed after you take your medication or no? Do you have that STD? It assists the body to get rid That's of That's what we're saying. But if you don't ever take that medication, your that body, no, some, that some... That doesn't... That doesn't... Just because you're given a pill to help your body assist in doing what it, it already is supposed to do, it doesn't mean that actually healed you. No one's saying that you don't need that is not is not a necessity to to use medicine and, and to saying that medifi- medicine isn't beneficial. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that healing is not a job, it's not a doctor's job to heal you. To heal anything. But it's his a job, job is a, his, his job, job is to, to treat you using those different words. Heal and treat. Healing means that the the um big farm doesn't make money. Big farm wants to treat I get you. That- the concept. See, that's what I'm saying is when you're using your definition that way. If I'm basing it what I've just read, what I'm saying makes sense to me. What you're telling me is that 
Yes, you don't need to go to pharma because there's natural ways of medicine that people still use, holistic ways of medicine that people use every day for different things that people would actually go into the office for. I get that. I know that in the instance, Greg, that in the event I didn't have steel rods that I guess my foot would be together. Would would I be able to walk again? Probably not. But will bones be there in a shape? Okay, cool. Why? Because our bodies are built to rejuvenate, built to um, fix itself. I understand that. But we've also taken into account that there are things that our bodies are, look at, look at this virus, that, that we, our bodies are not equipped to fight. And there are these things that we have to allow us to help us heal this process. So regardless if it's our bodies, there are other things, even if it's holistic or pharmaceuticals, that we still use today to allow us to be great still assisting your body it's teaching when you take medicine it's teaching your body how to attack whatever it has to attack let's take the covid uh vaccine right the covid vaccine does not heal you from i I didn't yeah i didn't uh, yeah yeah it it assists your body in understanding what it has to attack same thing with the flu shot yeah same thing same thing with all medicine No. No. Yes. Yes. Then, Same thing uh, with all medicine. That's all medicine. It's treat, treatment. It's treatment. It's treatment to teach your body how to heal itself. It's not healing you. Even the antibiotics. So it's even like teaching said. your body to heal itself. So what happens to the person that can't heal themselves? The body failed. No. There's medication. That's that's why no, people that med- have cancer. The people that have the medication wasn't strong enough to aid in help in helping that person heal. That's think about chemo. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, chemo doesn't. That doesn't heal. It you. doesn't heal you. I didn't say that it heals me. I said that it's assistant. Without chemo, I'm my body's already attacking itself. For sure. Okay, so I, at this moment in time, my body is no longer healing me. That's what and, and I think we're all saying the same thing. If 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 you take chemo and you still unfortunately die from cancer, that means your body wasn't able to heal itself. Or the chemo was just killing way too many of the good cells that you actually need to survive. Right? Yeah. Because chemo kills the bad the bad cells. Well the cancer and to circle this all around. The basis of this conversation is what? I don't even know how we got here. Because it started (laughs) off with the idea (laughs) It started off with the idea of us talking about healing, healthy how our bodies heal us, mm-hmm. and then how medication doesn't heal us, it treats us. Yeah. Right? I um, believe that. That's what I believe. Okay. And then what? Now now what? It uh, aids your body in getting back to healing itself. It uh, okay, aids. but what was the purpose of this conversation? I have no idea how we got here. Yeah, and even in the idea of like... We what, came from drugs, and then he started talking about medical drugs and how we use medical drugs to heal us. Well, you said that they heal us. We're saying that it aids in your body and healing itself. Okay. And so I feel like they are conducive to each other. That's what I'm going to use my summary as that. Yes, your body can heal. I've scraped my knee and I've healed it without using any medication. But there are times where I can scrape my knee and I can put some Neosporin on it and that can heal as well. Which, Is that what we're saying? Which does what? What does Neosporin do? It stops it from burning. 
But the it fact- assist your body into already. But why don't you think that I understand that? Because you keep saying that it, it, it heals, heals you. you. Because that's my understanding. In my definition that I read even to you in guys. Your definition, no, even in the, it's not explaining the process. But that's what I'm saying is that saying when that you are being specific to what you're healing, what we're defining, when I'm literally reading to you what the dictionary I says. The, I think the, the, the scrape of the, um, like a knee scrape is a, is a good example. Because think about it. You said, yes, there's been times you scraped your knee, you left it alone, and it healed on its own. Yes. And then there's been times you put on the neosporin. Yes. And it healed as well, right? Y- yes. Which one? But you just say that the neosporin just helped it heal faster. It just depends on how deep the cut is. You think that the neosporin, like there's something inside the neosporin that infiltrated your body and said, "Okay, we're going to help you put all of your skin back together and get rid of this scrape." Not, not help, not help. Oh, that's, it's going it's to, doing. It's that's going it's doing. to put your skin back together. Like that's that's its sole purpose. Like I'm putting this. No, junk I don't on. think that's what neosporin does, but I think that stitches do that. Even with stitches, no, it's it just helping holds, you hold it. Just it. But that's what I'm saying. It's assisting it. Like I don't understand. I why are you guys arguing me with a, with exactly what medication does? Listen, listen. This is our def- This is what we're okay. Understanding. I'm gonna argue with your definition, and then I'm going to read again the definition that I just please, read. Please read the definition. Let's first. do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And we're gonna wrap this up soon. I hope so because I'm over it. The I wanted to talk about drugs. We are talking talk about, about drugs. drugs. This is not talking about drugs. <laughs> the process of making okay. or becoming okay. sound okay. or healthy again. What is the process? I don't know. The process is your body healing itself. It's not, it doesn't say your body. But that if But it doesn't say your body. But if if it did say your body, I can I will agree with you on that. But in this definition, we're being literal. General, it does not talk but about. That's a general. But definition. it does not say your body. In a definition, it would be as specific it's if it a, was to your I'm body. Positive if the you talk, if you looked up uh, 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 the version uh, or the the meaning the of healing that of has healing. to do that has to do with your body, then we're gonna it's gonna be a totally different topic, right? Because you get that's a that's a generalized blanket. Because you can uh, heal definition. from heartbreak. You can so, heal from right. You can heal from so many other what things. What did I say to you? I said, what is your definition of healing? Because based off this definition of healing, this is what I'm getting. Okay, if you're applying this definition to your body, you are talking about your body healing. The definition doesn't the bring a body. There's but, nothing but in, the, in the I'm applying the, the, the definition to your body because we're talking about your body, right? I, then I would have to be, then I would that, be more specific because okay. obviously the, the, the definition can okay. change. Okay, the definition can apply to everything, but we're specifically talking about the pro- the healing of your body. So when it's talking about the process of making whole and coming and, and being sound again. And what's a part of the process of healing your body? It's your body being assisted or your body doing its so treatment own is thing. A, tre- treatment is treatment a part of the process. It's a part of the process. It is okay. A part so of then, the then I'm done. Then I was right anyway. But it's assisting the process. It's not the process. Just like the neospawn. The neospawn is not putting your skin together. Your skin is putting itself together with the help of the neospawn. In the process. It's helping the process. It's aiding in the process for your body to do its job. Your body wants to heal. Why do you not think okay, that's let's, what I'm let's, saying? Let's, let's, all right, all right, I'm going to put, put an example. Why say, are you still t- explaining to me something that I'm not Because say- what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, but let me know if this is, 
Let me know if this is what you mean. I'm editing this whole thing out. Because I need to understand. Are you saying, I'm going, I'm just going to go with the, the most basic of medicines, mm. right? Yes, correct. Aspirin. I have a headache, mm-hmm. right? Are you saying that if I take the aspirin, the reason why this headache is going away is because of the aspirin? Because I took the aspirin? Or do you believe that whether I took the aspirin or not, this headache will go away eventually? It depends on the person. Some people have chronic chronic headaches. They literally have to get prescriptions. No, I understand for that too. So, so are you I think healed? that any medication aids in whatever you need. I don't understand what you think I'm not saying, Blaze. I'm just saying. What do you think I'm tell me what okay, what, what from, am I saying? From what we were talking about, yeah. it sounded like you were saying, like I said again, the medicine is the process. That's what that's what I'm getting from. That the medicine itself is the process in the in the in healing your body. The medicine is just the process to make you healthy. But what we're saying is that it is not the process to make you healthy. The process is your body healing itself and doing all of its the white blood cells or whatever. When did I not say that? I'm just explaining what we are understanding from what you're saying and okay. what we are saying. And so this is what I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to end it. Cool. After I explained to you the whole knee situation, that's when you guys should have said, "You know what, Gigi? That's exactly what I was saying." I would say, "Oh." No, that's not exactly what we were saying. Okay. Hey, 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 man. <laughs> hey. What else we got on the agenda? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. I need to sound like that. Yes. Really pause. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> you, are, you are me today. That's hilarious. No, I'm just... I'm... Um, so, my topic. <laughs> um, And this might be a quick one. I but, hope so, because I'm ready to go. Um, Dang. That's crazy. Um... What do you think that there's a difference between feelings and emotions? They're, I believe they're one and the same. Why? Because if you only if you're talking about um, feeling, then you're only talking about physical and emotional. There's no other. I I think so. Okay. True, I understand what you're saying, um, but you ever get into you ever um, like I got this feeling in my gut, like it's not a physical feel. Oh, it's causing a physical feeling. Dad, that just took my whole shit away. Well, no, no, I can fix it. That is when you saying there's a feeling in my gut, then you talking about intuition. That still deals with emotion, though. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't. That's a wouldn't feeling. Say, like you get a feeling, like, and so you act on a feeling. Those are based off emotion, not real fact. When I think about emotion, I think about whether um, whether I have an intuition, whether I have an intuition or not. It it doesn't mean I'm necessarily sad, mad, happy, or glad, or any of the things that fall under emotion. Yes, intuition but has to do with. A thought that actually didn't necessarily happen. But it gives you a feeling. 
Yeah, but what I'm I'm saying that is it gives you a feeling, but I'm saying it's not one and the same with emotion. Okay. I was going to have an example, but that example doesn't make sense because, okay, so you give me an example of what you would have a feeling of and how it's not an emotion. Um, an intuition, like meaning like this random, maybe it doesn't make sense to you, but for me, there's mad random times where I think of things that I have an intuition about something and I've thought about it. Like, uh, for instance, that can just dropped. I've done that mad times and I thought about it and I said, yo, I should have said it. Like, just, I should have wrote that down just, just because I feel like this is going to happen. Like, and I never actually took the time to write it down and go when it actually happened to yeah. show somebody. But it doesn't mean I'm my that my intuition led me to be happy, sad, or mad about it. But you were. Your reaction was when it actually happened, even though your intuition told you that it would, you, you reacted. What? You reacted. Like how? How did I react? Like you were upset. Like I knew that was going to happen. I should have said something. The mop over there. That's emotion. No, not me. It can, but there's not time. There's literally been I'm, times where it just happened. Yes. Like, but I'm just, oh, in, shit. And this ex- With yes. absolutely no emotion. Absolutely, because I've been there and it's happened with us together. Mm-hmm. But in this specific situation, you reacted off of emotion. Yeah, but that to say that automatically intuition has to do with no, emotion. I agree, but in that example that you okay. provided to me, that's what I'm saying. Okay, it can. Yes. It can, but it's not like when I think about emotion, feeling, yes. intuition, I don't think about those. When I think about feeling and when I think about emotion, I think about both of those words. When, I can't necessarily say that for intuition. Like feeling, emotion, intuition. Uh. I feel like feelings lead into emotions. For example, say... I say something to you and you felt disrespected. Disrespected is not an emotion. The emotion that comes with that is anger or sadness. Yes, my response to you. Right, right. right, That's what I was saying. So in that situation where something has fell and you're just like, you're just going to lose it. But this time it was just like, the mop, the mop. (laughs) Like clean that shit up, bitch. Like I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go do that. But when I wanted to go about how it could be two different things where I was agreeing with you, but I just wanted to clarify that point, was um, something could feel good, but I don't have to feel any. Like, I I love cheeseburgers and the taste, but if I had to stop eating cheeseburgers, like, I wouldn't technically be affected or have any emotional attachment to it. So I can see how you can have a feeling of something, but there don't have to be a real emotional attachment to it. Like, I could meet a dope-ass person one day. We have a great conversation. Night was amazing. It felt great to talk to them, but emotionally, if I never talk to them again, it will not affect me. So there could be a difference between feelings and emotion. Is joy a feeling or an emotion? It's an emotion. I think it's a feeling. No, I think something, if you feel, I think joy is an emotion because the feeling, feelings, the way you feel joy can be a result of you feeling any type of way. Like you could feel joy because you feel proud of something. You could feel joy because you feel relaxed. You can feel joy. You can you can have joy. I think you're happy when you're. I think the emotion in joy is happy. I think joy is the feeling. Um, I think everything that you. I think the emotions. 
that run through. I, I put it this way. I think emotions are fleeting. Emotions are energy in motion. Emotions, right? Um, you, you ever heard someone say, you can't take away my joy? Right. And that's why I don't think joy is an emotion. But I think joy is an emotion, though. I, I, and I don't, I don't think happy and joy are the same emotion. They're not. Oh, okay. So, so like, happy is fleeting. Right. It's like yeah. happy sounds more wavering so, so to me. So happy feels is the feeling. I think happy is the feeling and joy is the emotion. So uh, based I off. I think the, it's the other way around. Based off the dictionary, um, there's three of them, but the one that's closest so far, arousing or characterized by intense feeling, um, having feelings that are easily excited and openly displayed. So emotion. So it's an emotion. <laughs> so if the emotion. feeling, if the feelings in the definition, feeling is in the definition, then it's obviously emotion. Wait, but this is the definition of emotional. Hmm? So that just that just proves no, my fact that, that feeling leads right. to emotion. It said that both of them are the same. Happy and joy. No feeling and emotion. Yeah, after we read it, like you have to have feelings to be emotional about it. One is definitely cause and effect. I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah, but can you have one without the other? And I feel like it's the the. Oh, There's we're no trying way to. You can possibly okay. have one without the other for sure. I agree with that. It's one, but that doesn't mean that they're the same. the same. I don't think I don't I don't agree with that because but, you but, could be driving and you could be joyful and be like ah, and then somebody cuts you off. He that person didn't take away your joy, but he pissed you off. But that doesn't say that that feelings and emotion aren't the same. So in this situation, we're trying to find out if joy and happy is the same or emotional and, and feeling. I was trying to figure out if joy is okay. Happy, let me do that. Or, um, is joy a feeling or an emotion? I think it's a feeling. I think you feel joyful. It's a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. I don't think it's... Oh, okay. So you were right. I don't think it's an emotion. And that's why... And I do believe feelings and emotions go hand in hand. I I do agree that you can't have one without the other. Yes, but they Um, could be separate. But they can be separate. Yeah, I think they're two separate separate entities. Um, I think, yeah, because emotions... Are fleeting. Happy, happy is feeling too. Happy is a feeling. Happy is not. Get out of here. Happy, wow. a feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. So what's an emotion? I think it's just loosely okay. defined because of, mm. because it's the same exact shit. I don't really go on Webster's like dictionary. You can't. It's like that. So based off what I'm saying, you can have feelings and and feel no emotion. <laughs> like you can't even say the word. No, I don't think most. How could saying, you have I, feelings? How can you even have feelings? Wait, you, are you going and, back to? Are you changing what you said from the beginning? No, it's. I'm no, saying it's the, the same, same thing. thing. So I'm saying, how can you have feelings with no emotion? With no, I don't emotions? think you can. Yeah, I don't think you can either. How I, can you have emotions without any feelings? I, I don't think. I, you don't think, you can. Can I think it's the situation because. Let's take Greg for example, right? Someone says something rude. He said, "Oh, that's rude." Is his emotions affected by it? It is. Oh. You, I have to have an emotional response to even have a response. But are you sad right. because someone? You don't necessarily it's, it's, have, it's not, to so nec- necessarily have to be so bummed out. You can still be happy even though you felt like someone's being rude to you. Yes, you can. Oh, you okay, might be so, deranged, so but yeah, feeling, you can. That f- there are people in this world that get off on being criticized. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to bow out because this is, <laughs> this is not a logical conversation because yeah, we are talking about feeling. Itself. Yeah. Right. And, and even as you start getting deeper, because like when I was thinking about it, even if we just go based off the definition and then we kind of like start diving into it, even with Mr. Rent Money and how he's like, how do you have feelings without emotions? And how do you have emotions without feelings? You'd be like, that's what we said in the beginning. You but then. But then to understand that even in that fleeting moment when I think about it and when I'm interacting with this person, yes, these emotions might not be strong, but I'm, I'm clearly having a, 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 an intense of whatever this feeling is, whether it's a really great time or it's I want to like hop on this person and hump on. Like there's an emotion attached to this feeling that I'm having, even if it's for that moment. Like even cheeseburgers, like I love them. The idea that I use love and the idea that I, with cheeseburgers, tells me that I have a feeling about them, but I also have an emotion attached to it. And yes, it could be a mood, but that emotion is still attached to it. And I can get over it, but there's still an emotion attached to it. Damn. I this wanted it to make sense, though. This shit is not logical. This so, we on a roll with the topics today. Right. It's yeah. not logical. I just think. We got three for three on this one. <laughs> What are y'all talking I thought, about? I thought, gonna, I thought that was going to be the worst topic of the night. <laughs> but no, I just think you can... Wait, which one was it? Drugs or healing I, I, about drugs? Oh my goodness. Build a bridge. Let it go. Let it go. Um, Y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess just, uh, just to wrap that topic up real quick in a bow. Yeah, because um, my feeling right now is very emotional. <laughs> Yo, we love you, Gigi. This definitely, I just think they are two different things that can't exist without each other. Like, yeah. Kathleen needed Regis. That's the way I need Jesus, man. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just agree because I'm not. Because now you just realized that you was your emotion. Your emotion Yo, is hey. completely yep. different. Yep. So, what is an emotion? Did we clarify that or are we just going to let that go? Let's, I don't. Let's look at so, the, the okay. definitions. So Are you ready? Because I have it. About uh, before you um, read the definition, I don't really like Webster's dictionary definitions. One because <laughs> words evolve, of course. But that's why not only do I provide a definition that our listeners can also um, fact check. Because Go and to then I also my definition and and then I bring up the idea of what's our de- definition because obviously I am right all the time. That's okay. Obviously, the way that we we have perspectives or thoughts about things, just like Blaze, or like we then understand, I can understand you better. Because if we're basing it on certain definitions that may or may not apply to how we see things, they may not correlate. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay. And I like the idea that... What does emo mean? (coughs) Emo. What does emo mean? The root word. I, I think you... Emo is that you... Your... Appearance is influenced by your emotions. Mm-hmm. That's what being emo is. No, see, you talking about? I'm talking about like um, so you, a style of rock music resembling see, punk. I'm not talking about all no, that. you're not. I'm talking about like you know, you look at words, you look at the root word of. Yeah, I did that with emotion. Right. Emotion, e. See, like energy. now it's turned into Movement. into that. Like you know, you looking at the the guys with the. The makeup around their <laughs> eyes and emo. That's emo type. I was Got it. You were it. talking about breaking down the word in itself. That type of thing. So even if it like wasn't. going back to the Latin oh, roots of the okay, words. Okay. I got right. you. I got you. I, I, I misunderstood. No, I, I got you. Mm-hmm. That's, where, that, that's where I got emotion from. 
like when you break it um when you break it down the e is energy motion movement okay energy moving that's why i think emotion like emo, for me that's why i believe emotions are fleeting that's why i think happiness sadness anger those are emotions to me but a feeling i think feelings aren't fleeting like when you are joyful you are joyful um like no one can take that nothing or no one no external force can take that away that will be something inside you that says I don't want to be joyful anymore. That's the difference between feeling and emotion for me. I'm just going to agree with you. Uh, the yeah, noun is, a, there's two of them, a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. What are you reading, emotion? Yes. Okay. And the second one is, <laughs> I just want to say that in the one it's a similar, like similar words, the first word <laughs> the first word is feeling and then sentiment and sensation um and then the second one is instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge also well, it can be so emotion is intuitive that's an emotion like that's oh Look at that thing today. See, but then, and that really goes into like what we say. Similar words, about, instinct. Like when we, um, you were describing, you were describing a, a, a factual way that emotions are used. That was, that's a, that's really a thing. I was describing an entirely different. Yes, based off your definition. And that's what I like about us is that if I take it from how we're speaking first and then go back to the definition where what you explain is exactly what an emotion is or even with Blaze where there's, the there's idea a definition that, for that one. Yeah, and then and we find out that emotion and feelings are one and the same. Intuition plays into emotion and feelings. Or and so, we find out that Greg was right. If you unfollow him, I'm not mad. I just want to tell you that, y'all. I'm not. I'm, I'm not upset about it. But this was this was it. This this is emotional. I I feel emotionally drained. That's I, deep. I feel fine. At this, at this. No, I I agree. So conspiracies. No doubt. I am Mr. Rent Money, and these are my conspiracy theories. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Mr. Rent Money, and this is just a conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi. And today's conspiracy theory, I have for you something special, like always. Today, I want to speak about this alleged 300-year-old mummified mermaid-like thing that was found. Mummy-like mermaid thing? Yeah. Okay. I would say it was like... I mean, you could explain it. Very small. Like, I'd say the, the size of... My arm. When you say very small, you have a long arm. So. Even even my even 
You want to because if we compare our arms, your arms are significantly longer than mine. You okay, use... well, what, 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 how? It's still not a long distance. Yeah, it's not that very. That is not far. the point of even what he's getting at. That's mm-hmm. what. That's what I was saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this is this. No matter if you're saying my arm, if I'm okay, I'm I'm six one. If you say my arm, uh, it's still not very, not not that not that big, but it's been. I mean, okay, I, I'm I'm gonna look it up. The fact I still have it up from the New York Post. Just um, so that we're all clear, we're talking about a mummified mermaid. Mermaid. Do you guys believe in mermaids? No. Um, I don't, I'm not talking about what I believe. I cannot in. confirm or deny that the existence of mermaids inside. I'm just. I'm, this is what I'm saying. At bare minimum, let's just think about. On land, we have something that looks like you said uh, that you believe to actually stem from or oh, be the be the originators of the human race, right? Like the missing link. No, I thought one episode you said that monkeys is is where we were. Like we were oh, all yeah. monkeys. Yep. Okay. Um. So if you believe that there's oh, that the case on land. Then why not in the water? Because before monkeys, we were fish in, in water. Everything dwelling. begins with water. That's good. I don't have an argument for that. That's good. Um, I, I believe in mermaids. I can't say I don't. That's what I said, too. That's what I said, too. I can't say that I don't. can't say that I do. The, the argument you pose is very logical. I can't really deny it. Uh, okay. Isn't that weird to think about, though? It it definitely is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's weird. It is kind of weird. Why? Because no. then you don't believe in evolution and that things are meant to ex- like um, evolve that's the, that's as it adapts. The, that's kind of the now, problem. With we the already mind. have one theory of how humans. What's the name? Now you're introducing a whole nother theory. Right. That but that's. But okay. you're essentially saying that half the human population came from monkeys. Half the human population really originated from fish. Oh, we get so good. But just, just to just to play devil's advocate, why can't that be possible? But that, that that's what makes it weird. Why is it weird? Because you can't confirm or deny that. Oh. And that's that the the, the yeah. feeling of uncertainty is what makes it weird. Based but to on, be honest okay, with you, based off what we've been we've been told, yeah, but to, it defies it. I see that. Um, but to be honest with you, it's not really a conspiracy because it's logical. Well, that that's really what I I try to to do. I well, try. You to... did it today. <laughs> For it's, the it's logic. It, it's, it's definitely logical. I just think that's the problem with like with people like me, and I'm say people like me. Right. We don't apply. We we don't think that we can apply one logical theory to another. Like him saying, if I believe in evolution, I'm good. Um, like him saying, like, like Mr. Red Money saying that I believe in evolution that we evolved from monkeys. Why couldn't that be the case? Even if we're talking about fish evolving into mermaids or whatever they are are down there, but even just thinking about the fish could have came into the monkey, then the monkey came to us. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Super pulse. That was bad. But you got I, what I, I'm trying I, I to say. I understand what you're saying. 
<laughs> so it's just like you can't. Um, I know for me, it's it's definitely hard to um, to apply logic to other. Logic can be applied to multiple things. And I just never do it. So you caught me today. Yo, um, you know the as as time progresses, um, or when you look at a map, do we lose? Does does the water or the position? Do okay? Do we lose land? Is we what lose I'm land. We lose land because as Pangaea was a big thing. Was a big, just solid land thing, and when it started breaking up, well, it spread, but right. it spread out. But I'm saying losing land, like the land is just yes. being covered. Yes, like because you know, if you think about plate tectonics, one plate has to go on another. Nice. So okay, we okay, are yeah, losing. Yeah. We're losing land. And I would say, in theory, that it when the world. I would say in the beginning of time, it actually was reversed. The amount of it was more, it was just more. water, like right. And then it was actually the the exact reverse opposite, right. And now, as time is progressing, we're actually losing land. Land now. So if it would, I would say. Even I would I would say if you think about like for for example any time you you think about the early uh, earliest times of the world as we know it what's the earliest time in history that ever gets spoken about uh, or spoke of pe- 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 dinosaurs and shit I'd say even before that's that. Even, that's blurry. Even that's that, I think we, we start off with the single cell organisms and then we move forward from single cell organisms. That's the earliest. That's when the world was basically all all water because of the Do steam. you believe evolution and the Bible happened? I, yes. Because the time frame of God is not the time frame of man. Seven days of God can be whatever time right. to man. So, Yes. And to just think that humans are creatures of evolution as well. So just taking that theory that it was more water than land, then it became more land than water, then why don't we don't think that our species, because maybe the water was up to a certain point, maybe not already covering us, that we evolved to live in those environments. And then as time progresses, we evolve right. into living in the current environment. We've always evolved with the I think now this our little smidget of time that we have been civilized is the only time where we have not evolved with the earth. You feel me? But before like civilization, we evolved with the earth. I get you. you do y'all me? believe that? Do um do y'all believe the Bible and evolution happened? Yeah, I actually, I've thought about this. I had this conversation, uh, I would say years ago, where um, someone just had to be the one to make it happen, make the evolution happen. Like mm-hmm. it started with an entity, mm-hmm. and I would say an entity Facts. is an understatement if you talk about mm-hmm. God, like just so superior. That he could be the start 
start then like really thinking that deep. And my bad I worded that question um ignorantly do you believe in creation and evolution do you believe they both happen yes because I, okay. I I also agree with Blaze is that like creation happened then man happened and then we had to also understand it and be able to explain it to us mm-hmm. where it made sense yeah and yeah, so for, sure. for us to have something written so generations are able to read it to for it to comprehend and maybe it didn't even play out that way but it was depicted in a way where we're now able to envision it because if we think about faith it's something that we didn't see we have to believe it so if we have to believe it you're able you're supposed to be able to set the scene the bible has stories so we're able to play into set know these characters that we know like we know where, where they've lived we know the journeys that they're on to better understand this evolution so that that i think they definitely right. they they yeah. definitely yeah. correlate with each other and the bible is you got to understand the bible was written by man which is a limited scope you feel me? So un, it, within yeah. itself, we have a limited understanding, and, and something it's still some things we don't understand yes. about our own earth, or even the idea that everything in the Bible as of today is not everything that it was in the Bible from the beginning. They literally have removed things from the Bible as we started reading it and being able to understand it more. Because remember, before that, we the Bible was read to us. We didn't have, we weren't able to even touch the Bible, look at the Bible, know what the Bible. We had to believe that these priests or these um, people of faith were telling us what was in the Bible. And now that we are able to have the Bible, there's a lot of things, like there's a lot, if you even try to Google, there's lost pages of the Bible um, that are not in books. your everyday. Whole books. Yeah. Books so. written by women. Yes, a whole book of women that we no, don't even know that's in the Bible. A whole bunch of books written by women. Shout out to are, Women's are, Month. Are, yes. Are, hey, it, can, can I share, share something about that? It's like something that I don't know if, if you guys um, are on the same page with me with this, but speaking from my perspective, uh, which is all I can do, but something that people don't take in, in consideration is that uh, at those times, uh, people, people's experience with God, I don't believe to be as common as, you know, an experience with God for for many people in 2022, based off of um, our lifestyles, uh, things that we consume when it comes to phones, um, not just phones, technology in general, like our mental states. Like um, when we you, you do like a an examination of how. We feel on a daily basis that whether it reads is is this person's body uh, sad and gloomy all the time or, or are they happy? Um, if you look at if you look at that look at if, well me looking at it from that perspective, it's like um, it could vary. So what I what I was picking up from what you was putting down. Was that the way people experienced God back then was different from how people how people may experience God now because of how the um just the different mediums that you got to experience your religion. There's the Bible app. There's it's a fucking app for the Bible. You got the internet. You got people. You got 
people who can watch videos on YouTube and feel like that's how they're getting their connection um, with God. Where verses in the Bible, well, from the thing from the stories that we've read in the Bible, like the burning bush, like these are like experiences with God that we will probably never. I mean, I say never, but like the the experiences just are, are just different. I just think that's still. That's always going to happen. I think your experience, how you experience God is different. How I experience God, how Gigi experienced God, how Blaze experienced God. So I think that's just, um, I just think that's uh, one that's a, that's a natural thing. No one, no, I know God is the same, but I think, yeah, just how everybody interacts with God and, and go about their faith is different. See, but this goes about, I'm, I'm glad this goes back to that uh, conversation we had earlier about the pineal gland. Pineal gland. I'm saying pineal gland. I got you. Uh, is yeah. is a known fact that most of the things that we consume affect our pineal glands in a direct way. Um. So just just think about how we already know that we're only um, using a very small percentage of our brains, just in general. Yeah. So, um, it's in theory that if our pineal glands were not as affected as they are, then that would... Heighten your... The, the, the uh, more of a percentage of your brain... Being stimulated in sure. ways that aren't stimulated right now. And you think because we have too much, our brain is overly stimulated. Oh, that's actually a good idea right. because it doesn't, um, that, that makes sense because overstimulation doesn't um, sometimes distracts us from what we can actually tap into. But I think it, um, it also allows us to know that there is something to tap into. Before, with ignorance, there was you wouldn't even know that there was even a space. But now we're understanding that Too there are ways that we can now process it. Mm-hmm. And 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 but because we have these distractions, it's hard to meditate or to have a moment of rest because there's so many loud noises. Yeah. But there are certain things that you need to tap into first in order to start opening these parts of our brains that we haven't done yet. So, And, and to bring it back to the whole religion, um, religious thing and, and, and people um, experiencing God, think about prayer. When people people try to close their eyes and try to block out as much things so that they can focus on on God. Um, and it says, I don't close my eyes when I pray. I don't know why. I'd rather look around. You. <laughs> I don't. I really, when I pray, I, my eyes fact. are wide open and I'm talking like I'm just talking to a normal person. I've seen it in person. I do not close my eyes. I think that is weird. Let me not say it's weird. I get why people do it. Just not for Greg. No, 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 no. Me and God just be like, hey, yo. Hmm. Different relationships. Everybody have a, their relationships with, Absolutely. with God is different. But yeah. Yeah. We good? I think so. That was a really good conspiracy theory. I do believe in mermaids. Um, that's <laughs> like because we, we. No, I'm not laughing at the. Obviously, I'm not laughing at that's, the that's topic that I broke going, about. Though. I'm just thinking about like that. How totally do we get? How we started from? Mam- <laughs> I forgot about the mermaid uh, conspiracy theory. So when you said it, like mermaids, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about something totally different? Uh, mermaids. What the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> you talking about mermaids under the sea, nigga? <laughs> And I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> what you 
bringing up mermaids. <laughs> Come on, girl. I'm talking about the Bible. What do you mean? All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We are, you know, we're, we're, we're at the end of the show. You know, new dialogue. New dialogue. So, new dialogue is a part of the show where we talk about many topics that we think are important, something that may be happening in the world that's not being enough attention brought to it. We just bring it up and have a little discussion about it. I would like to start new dialogue, and it's actually a real, like, small topic. So, last week, um, my boy Charles, happy birthday, Charles. It was happy his birthday. birthday. Um, he had a party, and someone at his party asked me a question that I was stumped. Literally stumped. He said, one catalog has to go. Drake or Chris Brown? And I was genuinely stumped. So, and I still don't have an answer. I think I'm leaning toward we could get Drake out of here. But I don't know. Wow. So I'll put that out to y'all. I'm I'm definitely keeping Drake. You keeping Drake? Really? Mm. I'm dropping Chris Brown. What? I think just and when it comes to music, like I, I genuinely respect your opinion. I, I still respect your opinion now. I can understand why you keep Drake, but I think when I think about just me and I love R and B as well, and Chris Brown writes his his own things. Um, so I'm a, I'm gonna I'm a keep Chris Brown and. I'll find Drake again in some other lifetime. Listen, I feel like I was leaning more towards dropping Chris Brown, but Chris Brown got those nostalgic mm-hmm. hits that I can't like. I can't even explain the story of my life without yeah. explaining like, like growing how up you in that time, like in that era uh, of like when he was a teenage heartthrob and parties, like you just. But then again, Drake is like the soundtrack of my adult life. Like I can't really get rid of him. You see how difficult right. that question? Right. I was it's not mad. difficult for me. Because Why I do can you think say Drake? About- it's like yes, and I don't. I want to be clear about what I'm saying, people. Chris Brown, I love his music. It's dope music. I just love Drake music and think it's. Doper? Um, it's more doper selections. It's just an array. So many more. Really? It's too many more. Yes, yes, really. I think about they now. They both have a lot. They Don't do. get me wrong. Yeah. They do. But Drake can really, really, really go on all day because it's not just singles. All of he makes sure every single song on the album is gonna be a play over and but over. But that's how and I feel about Chris Brown. Chris Brown it's also, not every. It's not Chris every Brown project. Brown has even wrote. He's written for other people too. That's both. Drake that's has both. written for someone. Oh yeah, he wrote. Start out as a ghostwriter and then you get ghostwriters. That's the that's the process. I mean, oh, I, know. I, I, I get know what you're saying, but he is singer. Everybody knows singers. Singers have Drake is a singer, but I can also say that like I like 
Chris Brown like before. Like I like some of his songs now. All the songs, maybe not as much as I did before. But I'll be listening to Drake more now. But Chris Brown, yeah, younger. I, like I feel I like that's that where too. my like when I'm thinking about the songs I'm about to play right now, it's gonna be Drake. But if I thought about it like back in the day. Or even if I wanted to think about the old school songs, it would be more old school Chris Brown songs. Running like, with you. Kiss, kiss. So you're naming Deuces. Hits. 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 You right. I am naming hits. With Drake. Drake's B-sides have replay value. And I understand you're that. You're only naming hits. You can you can do that all day with Chris but Brown. But those hits be so hits, much more hits, than me hits. than any of Chris Brown. Um, I got you. Of but Drake's you talk, B-sides. I got you. Or hits. But if you talking, it depends on who you talking to. For sure. Yes, that's true. But For sure. I'm talking about volume. And if you're talking about volume and way more like so many albums where the whole album. Can, it can, can I be tell you how bad it got for me? End? It was like, I was like, okay. Let's say you got to get rid of Drake and everything Drake has came with. So you get no weekend, you get no party, you get... Why are you, you doing get, that? And then same thing with Chris Brown. And I still chose Chris Brown! Yo, Chris Brown's like first four albums to me is a run. Wait, and oh, don't give you try me, I deserve it. You don't get the party wrote that. Well, can, can, I, <laughs> can I be removed? Uh, can I leave? Why are you leaving? Oh, because you don't want to take them out? No, I, I don't can't. want to either. I but I'm not gonna I'm sorry. I'd rather not exist and just live Graffiti. with those memories of the, of the song. I'm yo, will you go? Yo, yo, Chris Brown got shit, bro. Yo. Yes. Yo! Oh, oh my Tell goodness, me, girl, have yo, you seen the, uh, the memories? It was no, about five you. minutes ago. I would not yeah. trade. If you have to, if you have to, I cannot. Drake's I would give up. Line. Yo, we're not. All that bullshit for the birds. All that bullshit for the birds. You uh, get beautiful people? No. I just take I your time. If I <laughs> have to. You don't get the fuck the back to sleep. I get you. But do you get that there's something in the liquor? But there's something about being able to do, to have that feeling. Like with every single song on the album, on all your albums. But so people's experience. It? Listen, and I'm not just saying this. We yeah. just really talking about the numbers, the streams. Yeah. Yo, the replay, whoever is on his team, that like his A&Rs that are really putting the, the track listing that, that's making it so it's so easier for people to consume the music in ways to keep people's attention. Yo, Go his I team. Don't, I don't disagree with that. But can I ask you? Do, do you would you say Chris Brown is pre-streaming era? For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He uh, stood the time. Stood the on, test of time. Let me see when his first album came out, and then we can actually like. He started just... with the CDs. He know. started. Yeah, he started yes. moving units, right? Yes. Real live yeah, sales. He... And, and for me, I wish. So, I wish. Yo, for the for the really brainiac, smarty people out there. It came out in 2005. Oh, that's definitely pre-streaming. Um, oh that's eighth grade year for me. I can't. I want oh, somebody crazy. to quantify. And this is going to sound crazy because I know they've already done this. But going platinum in the early 2000s 
cannot mean the same of going platinum in 2022. It can't. Because you was moving units in, two, in the early 2000s. Like, it wasn't something as easy as having a streaming farm. You said it wasn't as easy? It can't, uh, That's not no. easy. All I have to do... Have a streaming farm? It's not easy. It's easy in theory, but actually assembling, assembling um, the system to achieve it is another thing. It's mm-hmm. a totally different thing. Then, then you talk about um, people's lifestyles, what they're doing, or what they're willing to do, or what they're not willing to do. It's more than just saying a streaming farm. That's difficult. No, I'm saying about the, the 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 fact that they exist. I'm just saying like the fact that they exist. So, to be honest, it's I'm saying it's it's not out the realm of possibility that literally anyone can go platinum. If you have the money, the resources, you can pay for that streaming farm. And get your album to be um, to be a platinum album. I'm not saying that's what people do, but I'm saying they they have the capabilities to do it. Versus in 2000, you had to sell your your music had to be good enough to sell. That's or, what I'm getting at. Or your music had to be good enough to sell. Or you just had a really good machine. Like remember, like what they charge for the CDs and how much they actually pay for the CDs are different. So what they could also do is just buy. a mad CDs and just give them out for free and that's also counted as a sale. You're right. So there are ways that they were able to, Mm -hmm. like, even like now where they would, um, you would, if you buy merch, you get a CD. That's a sale. For sure. That's a sale. So it's like, there's still ways that they have gone around. Even the idea when they, um, the, I don't know if it's allegedly or something, but Justin Bieber where he was telling people to literally replay his music on YouTube. Like, while you're sleeping, Keep it on replay and just oh, let the course. song play so it builds up your streaming. No, of course that happens. So, like, there are ways that even back then where it was easier because you were able to manipulate something just by buying product. I did not think it was easier. Why not? If I know where the distributor is, I want 10,000 CD. I buy them straight from the... That's sales. Whatever how they want to account that. for it, that's sales. But that's not a million sales. But I. But that's what I'm saying is that I can do it X amount of times with different venues for different purposes. And I can also play into that. Not saying that it's not. But it's still going to take you a long time e- to get to it's a million. Hi- it, I think it's harder now because streams, even in itself, are not even the amount of money that you get. So I can get 10,000 streams and still only get $10. I'm not talking about the money behind it. I'm not talking about the, I'm not to, I'm not talking about the money payout. Um, at all. I'm talking about just the value as a consumer. Like, if someone went platinum in the early 2000s, to me, I just to me that just meant that your music was good enough that people were buying it. In today's music, um, especially with all the different various streaming platforms, your song don't have to be great. For you to go platinum, yeah, because that was the only way that we were able to consume music back in the day. Outside of listening to the radio, but that's why that's why I think though I think a platinum album or a platinum hit in the early two thousands to me just holds more weight than a platinum album and a platinum hit today. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I, the crazy thing is, I think is the concept of getting on is easy. Right, for sure. But I believe it was easier back then. I would say. Really? Yeah. Mm. You could back then. 
you could literally stand in front of you can meet the people if you wanted to get a deal you could get a deal if you wanted to get it and i'm talking about the the drive being there you could physically be in front of every single day um um around 33rd and all of these places that lead up to where the Def Jam and um, Interscope was at the time. You could see the people who you wanted to see. You could meet the people who you wanted to meet. And even if you don't necessarily um, become Little Wayne, I'm talking about. If you know how to finagle your way, like I'm talking about a, a person who's like good with their good with their words, and they also have something, some type of talent or something behind that, and you you have a way, you had a way with with people, you could get a deal, and then people, no one knew you, and then people would know you. Kanye but West. now you cannot, no. But still, Kanye West didn't. He didn't just he didn't just walk up in 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 the that was by by the time he got the Rockefeller, he was already putting years in in the game. For sure, you know what I'm saying. So, it 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 wasn't for for Kanye specifically, but I'm saying. Have like, you watched they, the documentary yet? No, I'm just based off of based oh, off of what I already know. He goes Kanye through this whole like well, this footage now of the whole process, and he was like he he never had a deal. Like even though he was making beats for everyone, like he he never had a deal, and literally went in Def Jam. And put his CD, um, like his CD, in random people's offices, like and started playing the music, like mm. going in random people's doors, like listen to this, hoping that they fuck with it. That that's a slow grind right there. You think like that was years? So that, that's why I kind of I, I kind of agree with um with what you saying. Like it was probably easier um to get on because he literally just walked through the mm. doors. Went into random people's offices and just put in his um, CD like, and they didn't fuck with it. It was before his time. <laughs> it wasn't ready. People yeah. wasn't ready to receive that music yet. All hip hop was. You should watch that shit. Hard, right? I, I, yeah, great documentary. But that was my new, new dialogue. Chris Brown or Drake. Drake? Yeah, definitely. Who now? Who now? Uh, I'll go next. Um, today I want to speak about the freshman list. Which which freshman list do you say is the best? I have no idea because I don't like any of them jokes. But let me let me stop lying. It, it got to be the one with um. Only one I can remember, to be honest with you, is the is the class with Big Sean. I think that was Big Sean, Wale, Kendrick, Cole. That was a crazy freshman list. I don't, I don't have anything to say. Okay. Um, what about you, Blaze? I agree with Greg. It's too many. I would consider those guys Who all the time greats. You said it, the Big Sean, Drake. Kendrick, I'll, I'll find that year. Hmm. Oh, Drake was on that joint. Yep, double XL. Freshman. Is that 2010? Just 
what the labels are looking for and at the time the labels were looking for those type of artists i don't think that's i don't think that's a coincidence what you mean that all of those artists it, it, just in within any um freshman list if you think about it like the one with kodak black it has little uzi vert it has um 21 savage it has lil yachty uh, for the most part these are not the the people the the rappers rappers type of guys mm-hmm. um like so i don't think it's just a coincidence that every time that there's a there's a new freshman list that it's not a variety like how a real freshman class would be you know what i'm saying all different types of kids it's like this type you, you got such a robust style of traditional hip hop in that in that category but you don't have that in the um little Uzi Vert category well that is that's because it's going to sound real messed up but you can't compare you can't compare those like you can't compare those two freshman classes only because one like I think like the 2009 freshman class that that's Nipsey that's um J Cole Wiz Khalifa like to yeah. me that was the that's probably the best freshman class and that is pre streaming era still um versus like the Lil Uzi Vert who is on who was on that cover um, Kodak Black, like these are people who, um, who went from like projects to singles. You got a good single, you on that list. Like the single got to be crazy. Like when, when, um, when Uzi got on, that's when, um, freaking push me to the edge. All my friends, like that was the shit. Like that was the, that was the hit. He didn't even, I think he had like a mixtape out. But everyone knew that song. I think with I lose it, lose it. Yeah. So the, the the difference in the two is I I honestly believe it's it's talent. Yeah. I, yeah. What I'm saying is I'm, I know that there is a difference, but what I'm saying is it's by this. I believe that it's by design. Which type of talent you see? The even mm. even though you like. J. Cole better than Lil Uzi Vert. There are people who love the 21 Savages. I think record labels are looking for money now. They're not looking for projects. They're not looking for um, I don't think they're looking for superstars. They're looking for stars. If that makes sense. Like to me, a superstar is someone who's going to have longevity in the game. Um, Stars are someone who's, who's here for the moment. You, of course you get well, your... Well, no, because Kodak Black, Lil Uzi Vert, um, Lil Yachty, um, all of these Lil's that were supposed to be microwave type of rappers, it's a it's a good handful of them that's... They, they sticking so around and don't look like 21 Savage and they... Like even if it wasn't for music, they would still have 
um, prime time relevancy. No, I agree with that. I'm not saying that they're like they're they're um in in any sense of the word. Let me put it this way: they're stars. Like they're they're always gonna be big in their hometowns, and when their name is on festivals, um, they won't be the top name. They'll probably be somewhere in the body. Sure. Unlike that 2009 class, J Cole is at the top. Like his name is big. And lights, and that's what I mean by like, yeah, these um, like you said, these microwave rappers or whatever. Um, Kodak Black, I'm pretty sure I ain't see it, but I know for a fact he got big. Um, he he's a a one of the big acts. No, nah, nah, he's a secondary. Like he's in the body. Like if you ever look at the, you, you ever seen a festival? Um, you, you ever seen a festival lineup? Yeah. Um. That- Text gets smaller. The text gets smaller. I'm not yeah, saying like yeah, know, he's not at the oh, okay, yeah, he's not at the bottom. No, 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 no. He's a star. He's like he's probably on second, third line. Unlike like earlier freshman class where Wiz Khalifa at, at Wiz Khalifa's height. Like he never You saying he never um No Wiz Khalifa was he was a main attraction. Okay. Especially during a black and yellow face. We even talked about that. Oh yeah. Um but these microwave rappers, I, I would accept, I would honestly say, except Lil um, Uzi Vert. That nigga is on a, I think he is on a, on a whole other level than 21, Kodak, all like, he has a cult following. Kodak Black do too. I don't understand why. He makes really bad music. Yo, 21 <laughs> Savage, 21 Savage do too. 21, 21. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's not, it's not just... Um, yo, and it's not just in the, in Atlanta or wherever, wherever, where uh, Louisiana. I think Kodak Black is from Louisiana. Somewhere around here. Um, yo, these dudes is not just in the in the backyards of their neighborhood. They definitely um, have a bigger fan base than you probably thinking. Like Kodak Black name is not just brought up when it comes to. Mumble the mumble crowd or certain yo rappers 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 be listening to Kodak Black and like bigging them up and saying like the same exact narrative like yo if you listen to Kodak Black that he he's saying some shit power to this it but no but it's a reason why he heavily in uh, people he's an, he's an influencer like to a high a high level because if you look at the way People try to position their songs. A lot of their songs, they follow his mold. Like the the even if you if you talk about No Flocking, the influence that No Flocking had even before Bodak Yellow. The only reason why Cardi B named it Bodak Yellow for for Kodak Black. Yeah. Like that song on even on it was it was supposed to be just like a. Like a mixtape type of vibe, and that joint really rang off in a cult-like manner. For sure, and I, I don't disagree with that. Which is the whole reason why you know what I mean she made the made the song. I'm just saying, I'm bringing that. Uh, um, I'm just speaking about that just for the simple fact that it's not just uh, the Coles and the uh, Big Sean's that got these I just think followers that- like that. Of course not. I just think that there's levels to their stardom. I'm not saying that. I think they all have followings. Don't get me wrong. I just think that, um, not think. 
Cole's following is bigger than Kodak's. So would you say Big Sean is a is an A-list celebrity? Not in recent years. That's what I'm saying. It's not just everybody has their ups and downs. For sure. And that. But Big Sean will always have a following. But what I'm saying is, at the height, if even microwave rapper um, Lil Uzi Vert, who had at that at the height of that that song. I don't really care if you cry. It's a good song. That shit's depressing as shit, but it's a good ass song. It's like weird. The chords and as happy chords. And the words are very depressing. To make you feel good. It's a drug. It's a drug. I ain't even thinking. In theory, that's crazy when you think about it. Because the chords, the music is. Is designed to make you feel good, but the, the, the music that you're actually consuming bad. is actually depressing and downing versus like it really being the honest, true way. Okay, we're talking about something dark, then the Juice chords World, should actually be XX to that's that, that's that That's that vibe of music. I don't fuck with that shit because I'm conscious, because I know I'm listening to what they're saying. And the music may be good, but I'm not consuming that. You know how you protect yourself that's like from opening. It's like I, I'm now. I never thought about it like that. So, do you get what I'm saying, G? Yeah, but that's with a lot of music that we listen to. Totally. I never thought about the concept, oh. just in in general, yeah. like to have chords that are happy, which. Your body responds. It has to respond in a different way. Yeah. That's the musical aspect. Yeah. Now, what do you're actually listening to? It's the sad. words that. Yeah. Yo. The, the song Out of Time with Bryson Tiller and Drake. I love that song. I make you dance. But they, they literally, he, he leaving her. They, yeah, but those are not staying. happy chords. Like the music. It is, the, is, the music makes you want to dance. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. If we're talking about like music theory, they won't have black keys type of thing. That type of like major chords. They wouldn't have major chords? Okay. Whatever the r- arrangement musically is not like the when a dum 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 what was was I don't really care if that that loop the brightness of the chords Compared to what he is saying is so contrasting, like just what you hearing musically versus the the words, the lyrics in the song. I never thought about that until this this conversation. I think it's probably because it's also because of the time frame. Like, like Billie Eilish does that too. Like, I realize that there's some songs that you want to, and you realize like, oh, she's really sad. And she's taking it to you're a whole you're level. really sad, and right? Like Billie Eilish did yeah. that joint but too, it, but that that makes you want to. That's what I'm saying. Like, gives you like this uplifting feeling, the fact but it's that you just can like, have a rave with she's depressing talking music. about. She's talking about committing suicide. She says, "So I stepped off the golden." She thought she could fly. In she thought she could fly, but nobody cared. It might have been a nightmare. I love that song. Then, it, then the beat just. You maybe you put me on. I ain't gonna even hold you. That's your home. It's in my playlist. That's my jam. What you do, dialogue? Ah, uh, it was the genius documentary that you were talking about. I 
That's why I stopped talking about it. Oh, well. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know, but I just had a feeling, so I just said, let me just stop. Yeah. Yeah, so my new dialogue was a genius documentary. I thought it was um, very well put together. It made me realize that I'm not doing enough to grind. Um, And also the idea that there's a lot of people in that documentary where they saw greatness in Ye or even the person behind the camera who decided to, like, just stop making money on their own and just taking care of you know, his family and follow Kanye and believe that this documentation of his life will turn out to be something. And he was right. Um, even up until this moment, because I'm even thinking about when, when through the wire came out and I'm like, that was so many years ago and we're looking at him create it. And that's even before he even released it. So this is a whole time span before we even heard Kanye on the waves. And it's just like, you watch the second part? That's, no, not yet. Did you? No. I, I thought we talked about that. Yeah, I just so they didn't. Um, I didn't see him create through the wire on the first part. He have what? you ever seen? Shaka he didn't Khan's... get an accident yet. What? Yes, he did. No, he didn't get an accident yet. Yes, he did. In the first part. Yes, in the first part he did. Like they show... you don't see that. You you see him like with his um like his teeth and like his mouth is closed, but he is like he's. He's recording through a wire. You even hear him do Jesus walks. Like that's all on the first one. I thought it was just like a promo to the like the next one. No, through the like, wire. Like at he the was. End. No, he was. No, it wasn't at the end. Maybe I missed something. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, he was. He. I remember the the retainer. He took his retainer out and put it on. Yeah, the- he through the wire was already already created, but he wanted. Um, um, Scarface to be on Jesus, be on Jesus walks, but he already recorded through the wire already. When he when he had the retainer, listen to the song. As a matter of fact, I know somebody from South. No, I know about the song. My thing is that I didn't see that on the first part. I only like I know they was getting to it on. Um, I thought they was getting to that on the second part because they showed like I thought it was like a preview to the next part, but maybe I don't know. No, it's not a preview. Like in, that would make in sense, there, though. No, because Jesus walks is after no, through the wire. No, uh, what I'm talking about, oh. what I'm saying is it would, it would, it would make sense for him to, for it to happen where he was wrapping it through the wire, literally. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. So the he had already recorded the song after the the uh, accident happened. Yeah, the accident for what. I don't remember the accident happening because in the you first don't. You, you're waiting to see an actual collision. He wouldn't collision. have wrapped it through the wire, Greg. He wouldn't have wanted to find. We're the... arguing two different things. I know. I get. The, I, I know the concept of the song. I'm talking about as far as the documentary he's, goes. He's seeing it in the documentary. He's like, "Where does it happen?" I didn't see like they didn't. I didn't see them talk about the the accident or the car crash that made him get his um that made him get his whole mouth redone. I thought that was coming in the second. That's part. where the retainer comes from. For real? I thought the retainer. I thought he just had a retainer. He just had a retainer. People have retainers after they get braces. They braces taken out. Yeah, he didn't have braces taken out. Well, he well he had surgery on his mouth, but now he had the retainers. Jesus walks is after. Oh, let me just make sure. He had a retainer because of the. He accident. had. A, I think he had a retainer before the accident. I don't think so. 
Yeah, I'm. And I know I ain't crazy. No, I ain't crazy. I recall his teeth having like a major shift because of the accident. And then he, it was to the point where he needed to have braces. And then got to it. What year was the accident? I don't recall. Uh, 2002. Yeah. What year did Blueprint come out? 2001. This is before the accident. Sure. He had the retainer before the accident. Because the documentary is in the time. He wasn't even signed to Rockefeller yet. He had the retainer. He wasn't even signed to Rockefeller. Why? I the through the wire was created before he even went on Rockefeller. I understand that. Okay. I, I understand that. But if you, I'm just I'm strictly talking about from the the events of the of the documentary. Yes. That retainer, because he had the retainer in Chicago. Yeah, before Rockefeller. Had it but well, well, so the accident happened home. in 2002. So he definitely did through the wire because his mouth is shut while he's recording. But when he's when in the documentary, he's not in the car accident yet. When he's when he first records through the wire, it's not his 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 his, his he's not his jaw isn't wired shut yet, but he re records it. Mm. Did, was he in the accident before he moved to Newark? I think it was it, no, it was definitely after. And that's my thing. He had the retainer in Newark, like uh, throughout the because whole beginning he, of the he documentary. Knew, he knew Dame Dash though. He knew Dame Dash because the kind. Think of the type of car he was taking out the retainer at the beginning of the documentary. You know what I'm? He had to know Dame Dash. Dame Dash said it because think about the type of car that he was pushing. I re, I remember he said because. Dame Dash, I, I recall Dame Dash saying something like that. So one minute he tells me he's 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 driving, and I know something like I, I hear about him being in an accident, like sent re, like relative to the times they were in, like rubbing elbow. I don't know if he was necessary. Oh, this was around the time what I'm talking about was when he was. In conversation with Dame Dash and all of the other labels, he was he was speaking about in late in last call. Yeah, yeah. With the A and R's, so this at this time he like meeting meeting people having different new relationships, meeting people within the industry, not necessarily being signed to Rockefeller, mm-hmm. but Dame Dash definitely knew him at the time. Gotcha. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. I, I just think the Retainer happened before. The accident. But that's in 2002. Yeah, the documentary. What does the footage start of the documentary? I think it starts in like 2000. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't want to lie to you and tell you when it started, but I know that the, the, he's, 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 in 2002, I, I believe that he's already in Newark. 
in 2002 when he's um, right when he's doing through the wire. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm just telling you from the footage that I'm, 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 this is what I'm seeing, and I don't, I haven't seen the second one. I started watching the second one because he has a polka dot shirt on, but that's how far I got. And he's rapping and he's young, but that's how it starts. I haven't even like. Did they speak about um, his his mom? Being part of the reason, like of people who he met. His mom is amazing. She put him in on. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. She even knows his raps. You should see her. It was like, oh my god. She was gosh. singing, "Hey, mama." No, um, she was doing a rap that he did when he was in high school, which she brought up um, the title of. She's like, "What you gonna call your next one? Um, college dropout? Cause you ain't in high school no more." He said, "Nah, ma, I ain't gonna name the album that." And guess what he did? Called his album. College dropout. I thought that was dope too. It was a very inspirational um, documentary, and to know that there's like more, like an hour and a half more of just another episode, and probably another hour and a half and more. I'm gonna consume it slowly. I'm not gonna just take it all in because, just like Greg said, Greg didn't even remember certain things that happened, and I now want to like rewatch the first what is one. This series. No. Yeah, it's it like is. four of them, but they're not all released at the same time. Yeah. They they get released at different dates and they have the dates um, shown on Netflix. But yes, like just to watch his um, personality and to know that like Kanye is honestly the same person he was before. Like there's there's no change except like his um, the money that he made, obviously, but his personality, same person. Well, when we say it's the same, even when you say it's magnified. Even it's, it's very different when, you, when you're dealing with the same exact thing, but magnified. Mm-hmm. Like the same exact person. Well, I meant like personality the- traits, like thinking that maybe because he made money, he was like this way or the way that he carries himself is because of this. But he's even when he had nothing. Same person. But because not not only is that person magnified, their actions are magnified as well. So the way I would react to something without money, if I have like wealth, if I if money is not in, is nothing to me, then maybe my my reaction to things like sending uh um a truck full of roses to my ex-wife or to her house. Like, is that? That's not something I would be able to afford to do. But the, how obsessive I was, you know, never changed. But how I respond with that obsession is not nearly as magnified. Because now, if I have money, when I do it, it's something totally different. So when we just say. Like loosely say, this is the same. This is the same. But I didn't. Person. I didn't mean in like in in being I able to buy. I meant terms. more of like personality, <laughs> like how his confidence, his like the, how he comes off arrogant. Like you would have, I would have thought that that was something that he like he grew into being around these moguls, these people that he's around. But that was his personality. He already knew he was gonna make it. He already knew he was a star. Like no one could have told him yeah, different. And aspect. I'm saying is that 
you that person that I saw then is still that same person that I see now. Um, the only thing that I do see that is different is that he's alone. Like the inspiration and that motivation and that space and that energy that his mom felt. You felt that when you were watching it. Like this 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 feeling to just be greater, to be better, like this belief that she had in him, like made you want to be better. And to also understand like he doesn't have that in his circle. Like there's who's around him that's able to provide him that much genuine support without wanting anything in return and just really want the best for you now yeah it's it, but it, even that i me the only thing new about this documentary would be seeing these things in detail but that's all of that information the fact like donda miss donda was very supportive yes. that's always been like evident from like actual documentation that that has nothing to do with the 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 documentary or like Kanye West speaking about his mom in general or Kanye West speaking about his mom and his music um based off of what we see right now is all of that information is evident it's just showing yeah the details exact because you know that I don't know if I guess it was the same exact director who has the the uh the footage that's already out there to the public they they did that too the same dude i think so like who did i guess that would be the person who got the footage for through the wire when they like walking in the mall and all of that yeah, 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 yeah. he got his hat backwards and yeah. stuff like so uh, that okay so he yeah. has all the footage like from that time so we get to see like conversations that happened him just being at his mom's house, him them having a conversation, them they sitting on a porch. Like that together, is it with that? You know no, they're not dancing in this one. They're um, they're she's sitting down and he's sitting down and she's rapping his lyrics from okay. high school, and then he's like repeating it to her. Okay. Then they all do like a shot. It's just it's dope. It's really really dope. I I enjoyed it a lot. I did. It must be a whole lot more, like even what they. What they uh, what they provided and what they actually have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Absolutely, like the way fact that more. they have to break it up and you know the editing was crazy. I'm like, I'm thinking about that, editing now. Some of them like that was crazy. All of that un, that that other stuff that they that they felt like nah, we shouldn't put in. Yeah, you don't need to put it on there. Yeah, because he literally was just recording. Just people would definitely want to want to consume that. Yeah, just because it's Kanye West. But it doesn't. It does help that there's definitely a, um, a great um, storyline, as y'all saying. Like there's definitely a, a starting point, you know, middle, obviously an ending. Well, not the ending. I'm saying like a, how a show is consumed. Yeah. I'm really excited about seeing that joint. Yeah, I think you would, um, because already knowing but then just being able to visually see it it hit different so yeah um then my last dialogue is uh that billy eilish song all i ever wanted that's my jam i've been playing it on um on repeat i like it a lot it's sad but it's really really great um yeah that's it y'all ready okay so with that being said, Greg, you want to let them know how they can find you and how they can find us? Um, you can follow the pod on Twitter, Instagram, at 
Just, just a combo mm-hmm. underscore pod. I forget all the time. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Gregisms with the Z. And Mr. Rap Money, you can let them know how they can find you. Uh, Google me, Mr. Rap Money. <laughs> Blaze, you want to let them know how they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Blaze versus your mom. Um, I'm also, I just created a Twitch account and I'll be streaming on there pretty soon. Uh, me and uh, some of my bros are going to be tapping into some video games and having fun. And yeah, it's going to be a new experience. That's so dope. That's trash. All right. And so, um, how you can find me, my amazing individuals, is on Twitter at GCarly7. And that's G Q A R. L-Y and the number seven. I look forward to following you as much as you following me. And with that being said, if no one told you today, if you forgot today, if you went over to your friend's house and they told you you should go home today, I just want to let you know. Fuck them. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I want you to always be great. Grip, 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 G-R-E-G. Grant money. <laughs>